up, nerds? Welcome to another special live stream episode of Powerful, a Power Metal podcast. As we've been doing during the quarantine, this is another unedited episode that was recorded live on Twitch slash YouTube. And on this occasion, we have a special guest, Chris Baus from Ailstorm and Glory Hammer and the Blade of Pins. And you know this guy, you know who he is. We had a lot of fun. It's a bit of a long one. This was recorded on Saturday, May the 30th. Hope you have as much fun as we did. Thank you. And we're live now. Hello, everyone. Awesome. And welcome to another live stream with Powerful and with our lovely what guest up? here. Oh, God. Mr. Chris. <laughs> You can Oh my gosh. I have to hold on. I have to mute I have to mute this Twitch. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, oh god. yeah, don't, don't have this screen everybody. open. <laughs> Everything's hey, everybody. playing at once. Oh god. Holy shit. That was I was, I was about to mention, hey, have you got Twitch muted? But I thought, nah, they're professionals. They've already done that. I, I shouldn't say <laughs> that. Hello. Hello everybody. Oh my Hello. god. <laughs> Well, Shit. welcome, okay. Chris, to right. the, the world-famous Powerful, a Power Metal podcast, now, okay, now in live stream got, format. We have, a, we have a lot of new listeners here, but our usual our usual shtick is, All right. sup, nerds, welcome to Powerful, a Power Metal podcast. Um, this is a live stream episode. Um, I'm Stella. What, what's up? Um, I'm joined here by our usual co-hosts, Fernando and Kyle. Hello. And today we've got Chris Bose of Ailstorm slash Glory Hammer. And Good afternoon. Other things. Hello, everybody. And the, the plate of beans, you know, the, the most important one. Yeah, the <laughs> most important one. Most known for the plate of beans, but occasionally I'm a pirate, <laughs> you know. Yeah, obviously. So um, it feels a little bit like strange to be doing like a fucking meme show in the middle <laughs> of um, a viral pandemic and um, police brutality, but here we fucking are. Um, <laughs> I think so, this is the best time to uh, to get on with memes because, you know, if, if there's crazy shit going down, it's, you know, this isn't a time to be just making everyone sad with even more sad stuff. Yeah, this is a time God to damn. make memes and have fun. And yeah, just, I feel know. like I feel like that dog in that meme um, in which everything outside is on fire and, and he's yeah. like, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we like to um, we like to ask our guests um, since this is your first time on our show. Uh, what are your top four power metal bands? Oh my god, top four power metal bands! <laughs> Diddle, did the duh. Um, number one is uh, Luca Turilli, but only his solo stuff from his first two albums oh. when it was like the the, the OG Luca albums, like the um, Prophet of the Last Eclipse, pl- pl- Prophet, Prophet of the Last Eclipse, <laughs> and. The Prince Nordic Twilight one. Uh, everything Hell else yeah. after that went to dog shit. Uh, number two <laughs> Fair. is um, Sonata Arctica. Again, only the first couple of albums. I'm like one of those guys, like, I used to like them, but not anymore. It's like, because I'm sure we all know that yeah. Sonata Arctica has there might gone be a, to There might be a few shit. guys like that in this here live stream. Dude, fuck yeah, um, me too. Like, I, yeah. I wore my Sonata Arctica shirt last episode, and um, I'm like, just, just to be sure, I only like it up to uh reckoning night okay don't, don't fucking at me <laughs> uh number three blind guardian but you know again just mid-period blind guardians sort of you know imaginations nightfall era it's, hell yeah uh, it's, it's 90s blind not, guardian 
Basically, everything I, everything I like, yeah, is like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. I think by about 2002, I decided, nope, this is all crap. Every band has just turned to shit. The that's golden started, age of power metal. The golden that's age it. of power oh. metal. That's what it is. Yeah, that's and what it is. <laughs> everything after that is dead to me. <laughs> number four. Oh God, who's number four? I, I get so... Four always uh, gets them. Yeah, who's, who do I like number four? My this list? is why we pick four. It's the, it's a hard number. I feel like it'd be cheating. It'd be cheating just to say Rhapsody because that's I've already said Luca, and that's you know cheating. But kind of all encompassing. I, I used to have a real good soft spot for Hammerfall, like um, mm. Crimson Thunder, Renegade. Those were like the albums that I used to smash out all the time when I was growing up. So yeah, late nineties Hammerfall, <laughs> Golden <laughs> Age Hammerfall, <laughs> Golden Age Hammerfall. <laughs> Is that why you track Hammerfall um, and Demon Bitch on your Spotify <laughs> that, to to keep in mind the 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 the, the baseline, the Golden Age, a yeah, Golden exactly. Age band, and like a modern fucking who knows what band? Yeah, basically, we we like to compare ourselves to old legends like Hammerfall and the and current new legends you, like Demon, the Bitch. current vanguard of you know avant garde um, power metal, which is of course Demon Bitch. Yeah, as seen on, as seen on your shirt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> If anyone in the if anyone in the in the in the chat hasn't heard Demon Bitch yet, what are you waiting for? Uh, <laughs> go to Bandcamp and check out Demon Bitch. But today we are um, we're here to talk about uh, what are we here to talk about? Memes stuff. Well, Ailstrom has a new album. He, yeah, yeah Ailstrom has a new cool. album. We could talk about that. There's. You know, more than one person on this live stream is in that album. So we'll oh, have yeah. to discuss that. I don't think yeah. the audience is aware of that. We oh, have my a, God. Yeah, our host, we, have, we have a celebrity Our host is a new celebrity, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the best part of the album, or the best song is Wooden Leg Part 2, The Woodening. And yeah, the best part of that song, song is the Spanish quick? voiceover provided by a not Spaniard. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Fernando Rey, the king of metal, El, one would El, say. Oh, my God. Can, can you do the line? I can do can the you, line. Can you do the line? Do the line. Do the line. It's like, I should I wear an eye patch or, an every, or, or something. Oh, just like, just like, do this. It's okay. Just do this. Yeah, yeah, or just do that. Cut like, off like your this. legs or something. Yeah. Just cut off your legs. Right. Has despertado la... Has despertado la ira de la antigua maldición española. Yo soy el espíritu vengativo que vive en las piernas que me habéis hurtado. He infectado tu cerebro y tomado control de tu cuerpo. Y ahora vamos a comer muchos tacos y churros. Y tú no puedes detenerme. ¡Salud! 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 That was I can see why you hired this man. <laughs> he is so talented. So, we've actually had um, Spanish people ask us about this, saying, mm. who the hell is this guy? Because what the fuck is yeah. that accent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we were going for, right? This, this is, is hilarious. It's, it's, it's wrong at so many levels, honestly. We've heard you talk Spanish your normal way, like the Argentinian way, so many right. times. that And... That you faking the Spanish Spanish accent is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like the equivalent of me saying, "Ah, oh, howdy, y'all! We're gonna eat cheeseburgers." <laughs> I'm from California. <laughs> California. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a, that kind of thing. 
I, I That's what exactly what Californians sound like. Did you, did you pick an Argentinian guy to play a Spanish pirate on purpose to piss off the Spaniards? I, we don't, I don't know anyone from Spain. Okay. Especially not anyone from Spain who's got like, you know, a microphone and, you know, knows how to do this stuff. So it's, it all just, it was a serendipitous yeah. wonderfulness that, you know, I yeah. got to know this guy from Argentina who happens to have a great narrating voice and can put on a almost convincing Spanish accent. Almost convincing. <laughs> yeah. All, like, perfect. Almost. <laughs> it was yeah. really fun to, to do it. Um, and... And yeah, I, I happen to have everything already to record. So that that was that's really a strike of luck to just find someone in a chat that can do the thing that you need. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. And of course we got the guy from Japan as well. Actually oh, yeah. two dudes from Japan. And they're great. Yeah, that's great too. Perfect. Yeah. I think i I've, I've not ever had anyone verify that what they're saying makes sense. Like, you know, those guys are kind of a, a little bit weird. And <laughs> I'm, I'm just taking their word for it yeah, that what so they've said is, like, meaningful. We had we have, uh, one of our friends uh, that knows a bit of Japanese who was listening to it. And he said he understood what they're saying, but it felt like a, a weird dialect. Like, not uh, the, the Japanese that, he, that you study. That, that is like the formal yeah. normal one, but it's like some local thingy, which is also something that I did. So I, I saw some people trying to translate uh, the, the Spanish thing on Reddit and they were kind of getting it, but not a hundred percent because of some choice of words that are more normal speaking rather than what you, what you would learn studying formally, which yeah, I guess it's like, better. like when you, yeah. Like when you learn English, you don't learn all this crazy right. slang and the way people actually talk. You know, you just yeah, like, exactly. hello, the well, cat sat on the mat. Oh. Shall we travel to the market this like, afternoon? It's four o'clock. Who says o'clock in real life? Nobody, but, but we learned that. It's half past Real talk, five. what does o'clock stand for? I, I So I English is my second language as well. <laughs> is it of the so, clock, I think? Yeah, it's four on, on the clock. On, on the, the clock. Of the yeah. clock. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, basically the clock says four, you know. Who knows this shit? It's crazy. It's, okay, it's heritage the, English, I don't know. Who wrote the <laughs> Spanish part? Was it Chris or was it Fernando or somebody else? I wrote like a, a, the basic thing, like a, an English version of yeah. it. Then I sent it to Fernando and he uh, translated it into a thing that makes sense in um, in Spanish. In a, obviously, you know, because <laughs> I couldn't... I, I didn't... I realized if I just typed Google Translate in, it would be very... Uh, oh, that would sound yeah. worse. That yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> Let him do the work. I really yeah, wish I, that the Japanese guys just totally trolled you and just said like, oh, this song is shit. Fuck you <laughs> in Japanese. <laughs> Dude, those guys, those guys, they are so, oh, there's a network error. Oh, dear. No, it's Those okay. guys yeah. are so, is it just me? Do I suck? No, you're, no, you're, you're right. You're still here. I'm, 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 I'm just fun. looking at the stream on Twitch here. It's like, just, but anyway, oh. um, yeah, it's mm. the, the Japanese guys. They were so like super stoked. They're, they're like basically fanboys of us like they they're actually they're strangely they're rumahoy fanboys number one they think <laughs> rumahoy the legendary pirate metal band is the best band on earth and that's how we found this, these guys because that's they, they amazing kept, they kept like hashtagging rumahoy and all their stuff like okay who the fuck are these guys who love rumahoy and then we got in contact and stuff and now their minds are just blown it's very exciting so this nice. is a question i've been meaning to ask for like eternity what is the relationship between Ailstorm and Rumahoy? I'm so confused. I'm not <laughs> updated on the pirate meta. What's the okay. lore here? Um, <laughs> What's going on? There's a lot. 
there's an awful lot going on with Ramahoy. I mean, I wouldn't know where mm. to start. Um, I, I might just tell the truth because it, the truth's funnier than, than lying right now. Um, tw- <laughs> you heard it here. On we'll podcast. know if you're lying. It's like it's it's like one of these unwritten secrets of. Uh, I think everybody knows who Ramahoy is, but they don't. You know, no one admits it. But yeah, uh, eight years ago, maybe nine years ago, in I think 2011 or something, I was living in the Netherlands. Um, actually, all the guys in Aylstorm, we lived in the Netherlands in this house. And we thought it'd be funny to start a fake competing pirate metal band. Because at that <gasps> time, people were like, uh, people were going, oh, Aylstorm, they've sold out and become a, like, you know, uh, whatever dumb meme metal band. So we thought it'd be funny if we started like a rival band who was like the true metal pirates, you know? So we came up with this band idea called Rumahoy. And uh, there's like a couple of demos online and it's me on the vocals, like for the first stuff. And it's Gaz, like there's one song called Blackbeard's Lost Treasure. You can find it on YouTube. And that's that was me on vocals and Gaz played the guitar and did some riffs, the basis of Ailstorm. And we sort of left it at that. There was one song and that was fine. It was dumb and crap. But then <laughs> a few years later, we sort of decided, actually, this band was what a good idea Ramahoy was. Let's resurrect it. Second time around, I got other people to be the band. So I am not in Ramahoy. That's I can categorically say I am not in Ramahoy. I am I am not Captain Yarface. I am not Bootsman Walk the Plank. I am not Cabin Boy Treasure Quest and I am not Swashbuckling Pete. Um so we uh we hired a bunch of people to be this band and uh a bunch of friends of mine, not me, it's like someone else wrote the songs for them. So it's uh they, they are a manufactured fake band. But they're just the best band in the world. It's yeah. Uh so yeah it's it's this horrible actually ninety nine percent of the pirate metal bands who exist apart from uh, Running Wild and Swashbuckle, were started by people in Ailstorm. Like, I think Elliot started That's- this band. Whoa. Elliot started a band called, um, was it Yarhook? Um, Yarhook. Ben, ben from Gloryhammer started one called uh, Death Grog. Um, what else is there? There's Lagerstein. Uh, is that uh, part of you? No, uh, that was nothing to do with us. Though they started as an Ailstorm cover band, or, you know, so it's a... Oh. Mm, <laughs> makes sense. It's like when, when, they, when you when you don't have a genre, it's best to just like you know make a genre for yourself because you know it's you don't have bands to tour with, so you just start them yourself and get other people to be in them. Right, make your own festival but lineup. But I guess it's Ramahoy's Rum, nothing to do with me anymore. It, it I used totally to be. like did not know any of that until this moment, and my mind is blown. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. It's like one of these things that it's like like <laughs> I sometimes. But like, that's the thing, all the, um, and, and any promo photos you see of Rumahoy, that's just random people. They're, they're, it's just, we get different people, different people in the photos it's every time. It's different people every time. Yeah, it's just, it's just nonsense. Okay. But they're, oh my is, God. They're, they're a good, they're a fucking amazing band now. It's oh, crazy. They, they're, I mean, so piratey. It's, it's dumb. Pi- but like when you, pl- when they play live, it's, they, they put on a show. It's great. So yeah, Rumahoy, it's the best band in the world. Best band in the world. They've surpassed their masters or their creators <laughs> in terms of piracy. Oh it even crashed on the music video with uh, Tortuga, which was not filmed in Tortuga. Oh, that was, um, yeah, we actually filmed that in, that was literally in the studio in Thailand. We filmed that because we had this great tropical um, thing going on. Um, and it was cool. It was like a, yeah, that, that was just, Filmed there because you go to Thailand, make a video, and make an album. It's cool. Oh, hey, that rocket's about to launch. Oh, yeah. Are the Elon Musk oh. thing? Are we about to That's get live stream bombed here? Is it still? Uh, is this launching? We can do that. 
I can. I can. T minus one minute and thirty seconds. I don't know if okay, you, we can. Were you, gonna, were you gonna prison if you like put that on your stream? You probably shouldn't. I, don't know. I hope we don't get taken down. But here it is. Well, Elon my suggestion us, was man. to was to shop a corgi onto the rocket. Do some like real time thing where the corgi moves up into space. Yeah, and... yeah, just like cover <laughs> it with the corgi. Parody, and that's fair use. Yeah, exactly. So I have the MVC stream now. That will show the feed, yeah. right? Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm watching that as well on my on my uh, yeah, actual TV. It's thing, covering so it's half of your face. Sorry, we don't have a lot of real estate. That's fine. On the screen. Oh, that's go... okay. I'll, I'll go up this way. This is, this is good. I'll go over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So that's gonna yeah. be cool. I mean. I want to go to space one day. I don't know about you guys. It would be fun. Ailstorm in space is a great idea. Yeah, you could record an album in space. Um, <laughs> shoot some space music videos. Yeah, I'm sure we've got the budget for that, you know. Yeah. All that, all that, that boat, um, money, boat the, money, you know. Boat money, um, Napalm Records money. It's, uh, it, you know, it pays well sometimes. It's it's all right doing songs with pirates. is worst things you could do i guess yeah. for a band i guess it's the inevitable question are you ever going to have a, a true crossover between glory hammer and ailstorm or do you not no, care about glory hammer no <laughs> those two have to stay super separate we almost did this thing where um uh we were going to do this you know, you know power wolf yeah and yes. they do this thing that where they like have all these bonus discs of um uh, of cover powers, songs bands yeah. covering oh oh hey rockets going up Pew. Pew. Oh, there you go. Wow. Oh, is it launched? Dude. Yeah, it's like, going. left going to space. There it goes. Yeah. Oh. Dude, it's going to space. Awesome. It's going to space. Um, With like cool. actual dudes on it. That's the first time um, astronauts have launched from America since 2011. That's cool. Wow. Awesome. Dang. Look at the rocket fly. Go, rocket, go. Yeah. go you can rocket, do it, rocket. Go. Just go keep going up. You, you can never this, tell like, in- with the... With the way it's filmed, you can never tell how really how fast this thing is really going. It's like fucking bullet. I've yeah, been yeah. down. I went down a, a couple of times to see it. I saw the the Falcon Heavy launch, the first one. I've actually got a giant photo of it on my wall over there, and cool. it was f- f- insane. Like you know, it's we were like thirteen miles away from the uh, from the launch site, but it just it's just the most amazing thing. Like all this stuff going up. We saw the two things landing as well. It was mm. really cool. But this is awesome as well. Yay. Yay, there's a corgi now. Yay. Is there a corgi now? Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yay. Ah, corgi. Yay. Corgi. <laughs> All right, this, this is commentary. It's fair use. Yeah. Don't at me, yeah. Elon Musk. Corgi going to space. Corgi. <laughs> Corgi's going to space. First time a corgi's been sent into space from American soil. So that's <laughs> Yeah, we, we beat the Russians too. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Yay. We... That's good. Oh, is it gone thing. now? Oh, it's in space now. Or it's no, it's not like, not yet. It's not yet in space. It has to it's gone on its way there. It's gone past it's gone past max Q, which is the point where there's the most pressure on the rocket, and that's the dangerous point. Once yeah. you're past that, it's smooth sailing. So um sweet. Good. Speaking so anyway. of sailing. <laughs> Ahoy! Where were Ahoy. Oh yeah, I was talking about um what is that thing? Yeah, that Power Wolf thing. They wanted us to do a cover for one of their cover albums and we were going to do this thing where it was like half Ailstorm, half glory hammer doing a cover of a song it was going to be that song um what was it demons are a girl's best friend 
And oh, yeah. Change, so, like, there'd be, like, the first verse would be Ailstorm. It'd be, like, Pirates are Girls' Best Friend. Then it would suddenly turn to a Glory Hammer song, and it would be, um, like, Goblins or, I don't know, Hammers are a Girl's Best Friend. And then we'd do some <laughs> weird mashup thing. But um, we decided against that because, yeah, sounds boring. <laughs> I think it would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, but all it does, it just it's just free content for uh, Power Wolf. Like, well, it's it's they've stumbled upon this great marketing thing where like yeah. they convince bands to give them songs for free. For, yeah, that's true. They weren't gonna pay you. That's uh, kind of weird. Mean, we, I don't know. Uh, well, the thing is, money never came up. I'm sure we could have yeah. negotiated like a payment, but uh, to make but it. That's, but that's that's weird. That's not fun. But it's great because a lot of bands go, "Ooh, if if I'm on the Power Wolf album, my band's gonna be popular or something." I don't know. Getting paid an exposure. Yeah, exactly. The the Power Wolf are paying people an exposure, yeah. which oh my god. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's cool, you know. But yeah. uh, like I probably like when all the bands are in the same level, that that makes sense. Uh, but when one is clearly one has already way more exposure than the other, then you have that imbalance where eh. I don't, yeah, this is true. I mean, like, you know, Power Wolf obviously in Germany are huge. They're mm. like the biggest thing. It's, um, so if you want to get big in Germany, being associated with Power Wolf is definitely not a bad idea. Mm. But, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're big in the US at all yet. No. Have they ever no. Turned no. Um, no. yeah, I think our perspective is skewed because we're in like a fucking power metal chat of nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I don't think they've ever had a, a tour or a show in the U.S., have they? They have not. Um, I reckon they're going to do the thing that, uh, you know, Sabaton, yeah. they hadn't, for the longest time, they did not tour the U.S. But then in like, was it 2011 or 12, they came on supporting Nightwish or they, something? They supported like, oh. Nightwish. Yeah. It was a really weird lineup. But, but that's you know, but that's They <laughs> reached a point, like in Europe at that time, they were doing arenas. So yeah. they had that, that whole... That whole world behind them, the whole, you know, the production values, the, the skill, the, the ability to put on a show. And then you bring that to America, bang, it's like, holy crap, this band is awesome. You know, it's 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 a good move to, you know, yeah. because you know, breaking America is tough. It's power metal just dies on its ass over here. Yeah. So um, I thought it was quite interesting how uh, they did that approach and it's paid off. They're, they're doing great in America now. I think, I think Power Wolf's going to do the same thing. They're going to suddenly come with a tour and they're going to have this huge production, fireworks, flamethrowers, and people are going to go, holy shit, what the mm-hmm. fuck is this? That's so weird. Okay, so um, I've seen Sonar Arctica live in the US like five times and oh, they God. never, I know, uh, don't, <laughs> don't make fun of me, please. Um, <laughs> this was all, this was all before Days of Grace, so... So don't make fun of me. <laughs> but they didn't have any of this like huge production stuff. They just like played some straightforward power metal. Like our band's not capable of doing that anymore, just playing uh music. Yeah. Man, I think it's a problem. Tell you I don't know. Like all of the bands that that get to play here, at least, like at least you have a video or a giant ass backdrop and a couple front uh flags or, or things that are like human size but at, that's like the very least in terms of live show production that i've seen here see months that in the u.s play little pretty pe- people bars everyone goes big and, and it's nice think, if they do see i don't know um i think it's like you see like shows in europe these days big festivals whatever and um I feel like it's 
it's not about the music anymore. It's about the the flamethrowers and the silly stage show. I think it's got too much. Like it's like no one cares unless you've got like you know a bajillion things happening on stage. So, mm. but like, or I don't giant know. Duck. Like, yeah, well, that that that's our attempt. Giant ducks are good because it's like it folds down into a suitcase and you can take it anywhere. Oh, but, so um, practical! It's great. It, it's amazing. <laughs> Have you know, a practical we, we, gimmick. We yeah. cannot. We could not afford to have all those crazy things you see, like some bands do with, like I don't know, Power Wolf have these a church on stage. I don't know what Sabaton bring actual fucking tanks on. It's insane. But like you see a band like you know Rage Against the Machine, they came back to do this. Did that all get cancelled because this summer thing? I don't know. I forget um, cancelled. But like yeah, all their canceled. their stage show was literally going to be a stage with four dudes on it playing songs. And that's, I think that's incredible. Like, you know, how you can get so away with that. If you're a rock, you know, in a, just a regular rock <clears throat> band, just doing <clears throat> that. I think that's awesome. So I can say I, I've been to the most elaborate shows and the most uh, simple shows all in the same venue in Rock in Rio. And, and yeah, it uh, there's a point where uh, the band doesn't need to do anything because like I've seen in the same, I think it was in the same day, uh, System of a Down played, and it was just the four dudes, uh, the drums on a riser, and then another riser went, and one time the bass player stood on, and that was it. And then um, we had Slipknot, which is, everything is on fire, basically. And there's mirrors <laughs> and right. risers that go up and down, and changes in costumes, and and all of that thing, throwing things. It's a great live show, but at the same time, in the same day, you can have a basic band doing a thing, but only when the band is already past the first barrier of getting to everyone to, yes, I'm going to go and see it no matter what, because it's my favorite band. Like, I think you, you would probably need all the spectacle to break into that and secure the audience so then you can deal it back and do just simple things. I mean, I mean, I think it depends on the genre. Like metalheads have now got very used to these crazy shows. Yeah, probably. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's yeah. just, you know. It might be an age thing. Okay, like I, I went to um, one of the last shows I went to pre-apocalyptic times, um, King Diamond uh, back in December. I mean, like they had a, they had like a, a little like, dollhouse kind of dealy with like a gurney and the insane asylum setup and like a dancer being like creepy fucking abigail yeah and like flames um and the crowd there was an older crowd and i think people were like kind of expecting a bit more theatrics but it could be just because it's king diamond yeah did they have the uh, the gates? Like when I, I've seen King Diamond, like I don't know, yeah. years ago, and they just yeah. literally across the entire front of the stage was like these like gates, like you know, a fence, like like oh. a, sort of like an ornate house would have, and it's like part of the King Diamond show. That oh, it was. In, I don't know what the story is. He's in a house or something. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, then, this like, one was more of like a like an insane asylum setup with like with like the the doctor stuff and like a hospital bed i don't think they had the gates it was like yeah, a full-on like bars between the crowd and the band it's like someone hauled like a gate 
bad. They must have had so many trucks full of shit for that show. But it was right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's what people want when they see King Diamond is yes. gates. Apparently, so they want gates. They want like Where's an the entire. Gates? We want an entire like building infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, with Alestorm, it's where is the ship? But with them, it's where is the gates? You know. <laughs> <laughs> we were promised pirates. So um, you guys don't do the inflatable ducks anymore, right? Or are you still doing it? No, we, we found a new supplier of inflatable oh, ducks. Perfect. Nice. We, uh, right. we went on the old Alibaba and we found some company in China and said, hey, can you just make us ducks? Like just huge inflatable ducks. And I sent him a picture of like this thing I'd hastily mocked up in MS Paint of this duck with an eye patch and it said we're Ailstorm on it. And they made it. And they're like wow. eight feet. They're eight feet tall. These things I was saying, those old ones, they folded down to the suitcase. These new ones weigh about kind of like eighty pounds each. They are big things. Holy like it's, shit! It's like real bouncy, like like a bounce house, bouncy castle material. It's real heavy duty. Um, and uh, they are very heavy. So we we used to throw the ducks into the crowd, but now we can't do that because they would kill. <laughs> you someone. might yeah. murder someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, the duck in the crowd at the Prague Power Show a couple of years ago was amazing. <laughs> that thing got killed like a pack of zombies real quick. Yeah, there's like someone making an amazing an amazing photo of that. It just when yeah. it gets suspended in midair, it's like yeah. And he had the lights behind it. It's a great picture. It's cool because it looks like a traditional crowd shot. Like, yeah, here's the audience, here's the band, but then someone's just like photoshopped in this duck. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> is that? But then he finds out it's real. It's cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> One of the things we do on this here show is we review new albums. And I think it'd be interesting if you reviewed your own album, Chris, what do you think about Curse the Crystal Coconut? I love this. Oh my God. Um, What do I like about this? I like, you you know, my favorite song on the album is Tortuga, the one that everyone hates. (laughs) I think that's the band we want to be, or at least I want to be. I want to be a band that can do stupid shit like that and people to go, yay, we love this. Um, I think it's a, definitely a lot more varied album. There's so much, um, there's so much stuff going on. Like I think our pre- album before this, it kind of, you could be forgiven for thinking it all blends into one, but this one, it jumps in genre every song, yet it all still sounds coherent, which I think is cool. So like the first song is like, you know, sort of classic meme metal nonsense. Then there's like an old school Yara Hoy Ailstorm song in Fanny Boz. Then there's this crazy fast thrashy one, but it still all sounds like Ailstorm. Then there's Tortuga, which I still think sounds like Ailstorm. Some people might disagree. And then there's like serious songs, a couple of like serious songs, like um, there's Call of the Waves, which is like this the waves. S- mm-hmm. super inspirational sounding, go out and do the Call of the Waves is probably the most power metal it's song. The most yeah. pow- it's yeah. so power it's metal. It's power metal I love song. It. Yeah. <laughs> Does that qualify you for Power Metal Album of the Year? Yes. I think it does. does. There you go. You got it here. Um, But what I want to know is, does Shitboat qualify for Power Metal Song of the Year? That is, I think that's, that song is going to be some kind of breakaway hit. Originally, that song had very different lyrics. It used to be like super, super offensive. There was, um, (laughs) there was some guy who, uh, who, uh, they had some business dealing with the band that he sort of fucked us over. And so in, in a fit of anger, I wrote that song in five minutes and it was just this absolute tirade of abuse at this one guy. And then I said to the band, like, and they were like, oh my God, this is the funniest, most ridiculous, amazing song ever. 
but we cannot release this. We will. Right. We will mean. literally. No. We will literally go to jail. I'm sure. It's a. Uh, oh God. I mean, there was, there was like you know, there was nothing. It was just, I don't know, slander or libel, whatever you call it. It was a, it's a lot of mean stuff. <laughs> it's too mean. But too mean. So we thought, yeah. fuck, we have to. Ch-. So we changed the lyrics and made it be about a pirate ship. And then suddenly this song appeared. It was great. So that was, <laughs> was a, a good, a good thing to change. Otherwise, yeah, instead of having a good album, I would be in jail right now. It seems like you have not one but two songs sort of talking shit this time with both Shitboat and Pirate Metal Drinking Crew, where you tell people to fuck off. <laughs> Which is, I, I guess, an I, improvement over uh, an anchor. <laughs> one song. I think um, we've really got into telling people to uh, fuck off and offending people. It's it's a thing we've sort of the discovered. Whole strategy. Yeah, from like our live shows, we've discovered that people love it when you talk smack to them, just call them stupid, and you know, <laughs> it's like they, they lap it up. That the, the more we insult them, the more they, the more they love it. So it's great. We um. Just being offensive is, is our new thing and it works. You know, people love being told to fuck off. It's probably like when you're like talking shit with your friends, you're like, oh, fuck you, buddy. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I think I think people like that approach in that we're sort of, um, we try to be accessible and on the same level as people. We don't try and come across as, we are up here. We are the mighty band on our ship. <laughs> we're just like, <laughs> we, on your pirate ship. Yeah. Behold yeah. our mighty ship that we don't have. Yeah, it's we, we try and be, um, we, I, we try and be just like, you know, talk to people as equals and just say, hey, you suck. You know, it's, it's and people <laughs> like that. It's, you know, a very straightforward manner with things. Yeah. Ooh, beer. Nice. Yeah, I was just thinking about how how useful of a song, how useful and relatable shitboat is. Um, <laughs> people can apply it to their uh, sports ball teams or whatever. I, I've got a I've got a good feeling that the next time there's a seventy thousand tons of metal cruise, and you know when the boat leaves harbor, people oh my always God. shout. I have a feeling people are going to shout that song at <laughs> any boats that pass. So that's going to be a. Oh yeah, that's great. Whenever, um, assuming the the cruise industry doesn't die in an apocalyptic fire, I think cruise industries are actually somehow they're doing well. I don't know what it is, but um, I don't know. There's a, I think I think people just like um, if if somebody tells them they can't do something, like you can't go on a cruise, they want to go on yeah. a cruise more, even though they probably never wanted to before. Just no. the fact that you can't do it means that I'm going to do it anyways, even if I never yeah. had any intention. But things, they've all slashed prices right now. So there's a lot of people saying, oh, it's Fuck it, let, cheap now. Let, let's book a cruise for next February. And they, right. you know, it's, uh, they're, they're just pre-buying tickets. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, like, they're going to they're gonna have a big upturn next year, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. They're going to oversell. going to be a crowded ship. <laughs> God, I hope everything goes back to normal before next year, though. Like, oh my God, <laughs> I have, yeah. We're all dying for live shows, and especially the actual I musicians, know. not just yeah. the especially like you us. guys. Like, I just hope live shows can be a thing again. Um, I was watching that um that recording of the Alestorm show. Um, where the fuck was that? The, the 2018 the one. The yeah, one? yeah, oh, was, and I was. Yeah, 20. <laughs> I loved it. I was just like. This is a. I, I also liked your um, the little like paragraph that you wrote. This was from a, a time when people were able <laughs> to like do this without worrying about a uh, certain death. <laughs> well, I think I, st- I stole uh, that quote from like um, what did I steal it from? It was like I think it's from a thing that was ripping off Mad Max or something. 
Yeah. Like a way back in the back in the before time, all that's a nonsense, you know. Oh, I know. So it was it was beautifully written. <laughs> but that was that was a great show. I think it's most of the success for that goes to our our producer Lassa, who um we like we've been sitting on that for a long time, and he uh, he mixed it and he mixed it so well, like it just sounds insanely good. Mm. Oh um, yeah, the sound was fantastic. Yeah, we it's it's most we you know it's again nothing's live these days, but like we added one more guitar track just so he get that cool <gasps> stereo separation. <gasps> Oh, no. <laughs> fake live show oh my no. god like it's you know live shows are so fake it's fucked i mean um i, I think we're probably the best band for it we're we are the one of the least i think we're the best band that's a, that's a <laughs> yeah i think i think we're the best band that's that's the point Drop that that's and what post it is. that all over can the internet that? someone in the chat yeah <laughs> okay can we can we talk about like live shows being fake i think that's such an interesting topic oh god that is my favorite thing to talk shit about. oh my god please, <laughs> please, please, oh, please talk shit shit show it's, no music show. i mean like so many bands the whole fucking thing is on a backing track i i I swear, right? I saw, I think it was Visions of Atlantis. I could swear they had fucking crowd noises on a backing track. People going, yeah. (laughs) It was at at some festival. I think it was a Metal Days festival in Slovenia. That's too much. Nobody was cheering, but there was this noise of a crowd going, yeah, woo, great song. I was like, what the fuck? Coming from like, I don't yeah, know. Coming from the, behind the band, out of the out of the PA system, it's like wild. I don't know. System. Shit. I mean, we. I could have been misremembering this, you know, but uh, that's it, funny. It definitely, there's a lot of a uh, a lot of bullshit in bands. I mean, I know we're. Uh, I can't talk because in a uh, Glory Hammer, um, that's all fake. Like, because uh, you know, I, <gasps> I don't play the keyboards anymore. We've got someone to stand in. The guy who stands in for me in the keyboards cannot play the keyboards one bit. Really? It's just in the theatrics of ah. I think I think everyone knows that. Like it's just this. Uh, but it's part of the show, you know. It's it it works for Glory Hammer because it's such a stupid band. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I love I love all the nonsense for that. On you the could other get hand, away with more like stage theatrics if he's not actually has to worry exactly, about playing. Then. Exactly. On the other hand, Ailstorm is we don't use a single track, so everything's live. So it, that's why we sometimes sound a bit shit. Is because we're not faking it. Mm. So that's cool. But uh all good. That, that probably you know, that probably though only comes through uh in a recording because when you are watching the lamb the band live, it probably sounds great in the moment. But it's then later really when you it. want to release it on with video on a DVD on the recording, that's where people say, Hey, this sounds really thin and like well, yeah. it doesn't have any weight. But on at the on the spot at the show with the PA, it like yeah, I'm not sure it matters so much live, but if you want to record for a DVD, then yeah, that's why that's when having tracks, pre-made tracks, is amazing because your DVD yeah. is you can just the fakery you can do is insane. Like you could literally just go into your album sessions, extract the guitars, and just paste them over and say, "Look, yep, it sounds amazing." But um, that's why we had a bit of trouble doing our one because you, the Ulster one was not to a track or click or anything, so mixing it you know like there's like a our producer he made a tempo map for the whole album for the whole live show and it's like woo, like every single bar is right, a different tempo yeah. so oh, it's, wow. it was it's quite a challenge to do that and um but you know we made it work it somehow it sounds amazing it's uh it's good but yeah you can definitely get a lot with away with a lot more live when it's noisy loud you can't hear the details people are drunk right. and partying it's yeah definitely yeah, the, a better environment the, the perception is really different 
on a live show than watching the recording of the live show. Well, you see a lot with like these um, Wacken, you know, shows. Like often, like you know, Wacken puts out the yeah the, live shows, yeah. and they just sound so thin and weird. It's you don't get that yeah. saturation you get, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think the best example of one of these was recently uh, when Dragon Force was doing their tour in the U.S. a couple months ago. Uh, they are doing like the farming simulator thing where they like dress up with banjos and Sam's a farmer and it's hilarious. During that song is at my show when I started having technical difficulties. So like one of the guitars like cut out and I was recording it because I thought it was funny on my phone. I didn't notice the guitar even cut out until I was watching the recording on my phone after the fact. I'm like, oh, so that's where it all went wrong. So it's really easy to miss those things in the moment. And then the recording is like, oh, wow, these guys are shit. Uh, the recording what? is not forgiving at all. No. no. What is that farming simulator thing? I, I've, I've read about it. I'm not quite understanding what, what it is they do. Is it They play because music. Because the whole gimmick is like video games right now. So oh, yeah. well, it's always been that. But they're like, oh, what's your favorite video game? It's farming simulator. And then it's funny to have Sam come out dressed as a farmer playing like a banjo solo. And then they also, this is a cool thing to do. They'll bring the guitarists of the opening bands out as like backing support for that song too. Does, does that song like does that game have like a theme tune that people recognize? Because I think I it's could just not fucking tell you what it sounds like. I think it's just a banjo because oh, okay. banjos oh, are yeah. farmers. Banjos farmers are right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are okay, <laughs> that's so interesting. Yeah, I, I just assumed that you know every Dragon Force fan was intimately familiar with the the soundtrack to Farming Simulators, and it's a hello. fair assumption. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Oh, oh what are you drinking? It's my oh. beer delivery. What beer are we delivery. drinking, Jawe? What are we drinking? Booter Age Transit to Venus from Modern Times. Um, Modern Times a lovely Fancy wild sounding. ale with a funky smell. I just realized uh, I peeled the label off mine there. I think that's a sign of uh, sexual frustration, isn't it? But um, <laughs> I've got a, a Francis kind of vice beer, which is, I don't like fancy beer. I just oh. like, this oh, is- we, we are all about the fancy beer in this household. <laughs> this is as fancy as I get is like uh, a German vice beer. But I'm, uh, mail me beer, please. Um, if I could. Oh, actually, yeah, we totally can. Um, that's 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 biscuit. Just to a friend. I'm not going to mail everybody. That's <laughs> insane. Ooh. so good, so tart, delightful. Is that one of those sour kind of things? Oh. Yeah, it's one of these sour kind of. How do you drink that? It's like it's oh, fucking it's like amazing. Battery no, acid. I, I think I think sour beers can be done poorly very easily. Like I can accidentally create a sour beer. It tastes like vinegar. You need the yeah. right amount of sour. This is, yeah, this is just the right amount of sour. So I Chris, are you also going to have beer. the uh, hurdy gurdy be real in the live shows, or is that going to get faked? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't decided what to do about all that stuff yet. Mm. Um. Obviously, you know, the way we work is, you know, we've got a drummer, bassist, guitarist, and me and Elliot both on keyboards. And we, the way it's worked in the past is, is we just try our best to interpret the album recordings on two keyboards. Because, you know, on the album we use, uh, there's live brass, like we have, we have two brass right. players doing trumpets, trombones, flugelhorns, and doing a huge brass section. There's all that hurdy-gurdy. There is a uh, violin. The, that's the uh, the violinist of the band Subway to Sally this time around. Her name's Ali Storch. She's like incredible, like the most professional violinist you can imagine. Mm. And um, she also like, you know, we usually use like keyboard synth string patches, but she like doubled those up with like, she did like three tracks of violin, like it was playing a chord. So oh, like wow. all the, even the string pads you hear is 
a violin. It's everything is real. The only fake thing is the accordion because a real accordion does not sound like uh, oh, yeah. a cheap a cheap pirate metal accordion. Like that that classic but we do. You, you can't do that with an accordion very well. So um yeah, that's we fake that. We like we we have had access to accordion players, but it just doesn't sound right is all. Yeah, we, so we, we, live we, you, you would like that the keyboard accordion sound, not the actual accordion sound that has like a slower attack. Exactly. You should get Weird yeah. Al. He's an accordion player. That'd be a good crossover. <laughs> yeah. It well, would. Maybe Gem's a guest. But that's the thing, yeah. It's the attack is too slow and it just mm-hmm. dies in a mix, whereas the keyboard accordion has that fake fast yeah. attack, which is cool. Hmm. So we're just going to sort of arrange it somehow live. I think Elliot's better at this sort of stuff and he has a, a bigger library of sounds he can use. So he'll probably be able to make a nice sounding hurdy gurdy and play the parts. But it would be cool to do a show with Patty at some point, you know. I, I don't know how, when, what the deal with that would be, but it would be cool to, you know, maybe if we're doing like a big festival show, like a Wacken or something, special yeah. guests, oh, party. Yeah. That, that'd be great. Live hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. How about the um the voiceover parts? Like, do you guys just use playback for your voiceovers? Just have one we, of you do it. <laughs> again, we've never we've never done it before, so we don't know. Yeah. But we, uh, we may have to... Uh, for every show we do, fly in some guy from Argentina to come <laughs> yeah, to Europe. And- there fly you go. A guy from Argentina. The most expensive eight bars of music. <laughs> fly show. out to Germany just to like do a bit of narration. If I we, love it. If we tell you what, if we do some crazy show, like I don't know, if someone says, "Hey, you're headlining Wacken," we'll fly you over for how about that? Oh, I'll be on the that. on the deal that you have to jet dress as a giant leg. Yeah, it's, sure. It's yeah. A, costume, it's like a, it's like a giant leg costume. This. Yeah, the giant leg costume. You'll sure. be a giant leg. You have to do we'll, it. And we'll get the two dudes from Japan, and they can be a pair of arms. And be, right, exactly. Each of them is one arm, and then just go. We could just go around. <laughs> Wouldn't that be incredible? Yeah. And then you have like a wooden so head come out at the end. Now. In our in our stupid Discord chat, you often talked about dressing Darko up as a giant leg, and I just thought, aha, this is funny. But it makes sense it now. Makes sense. It makes sense. Oh yeah, I guess you, you never. Yeah. I guess you never understood what the hell I was talking about. Yeah, I was it. like, aha, Darko is a giant leg. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Classic meme, Chris. Making yeah, memes. but no, the meme ha- the meme makes sense. You were telling a story. Yeah. Fuck. It's told dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. So, God, I which, learned so much. Link today. Part Two. When you made the original, right, in twenty twenty three headline. Was by it always planned to be <laughs> with a giant leg? Yeah, we'll 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 fly in from the states. It'll be cool. If, if festivals still exist by then, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Assuming we still have live music, then. God. <laughs> I'm so fucked right now. This is just not going to be a good year for me in, in any way, you know. Yeah. I've got bills to pay. I need to do these shows to pay Yeah, the you've got bills. you've got ducks to feed. And yeah, I mean, these ducks don't feed themselves. Actually, the ducks do feed uh, themselves. No. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. What do ducks eat? Uh, Can we talk du- about ducks? I would love to talk about ducks and geese. Uh, so we have these ducks. We have two ducks and four geese we're raising in the backyard right now. And they're sort of friends and stuff. They've grown up together. The problem Aww. is uh, geese are grazers and they eat grass. Ducks eat bugs and worms and stuff. But yeah. the thing is, Without they've grass. grown up together. They don't They don't quite know their ducks and the geese don't quite know their <laughs> geese. So sometimes you see the geese eating worms and then they pull his face going, oh, I don't like worms. And then the ducks try and eat grass and they look so disappointed with it. So they, they haven't quite learned what they are yet. They think they're the same thing. Oh, so, no. <laughs> they're, but they're, they're working it out. You know, the the, grease, the the geese have mowed the lawn to like a millimeter high. So that's pretty good. 
and there are no bugs in our backyard anymore. So it's pretty cool. We've got a free lawnmower and free bug remover. That's amazing. It's great. It's really great. They they just eat their way through everything. How about the goats? How are the goats doing? Oh God, they <laughs> the goats are um fine. The goats are called uh, one is called Kiko, which is oh. the Ma- which is the Maori word for meat, and um, <laughs> and uh, one of them is called Goatsy because you know because of course that's why amazing not? yeah um. And there's a third one. I think it's called Gazelle, but spelled with a K. It's, it's my, my wife's mom's idea. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. And they just live there and they are whiny little bitches. They just don't shut up. They just, they they follow you around everywhere. They just want attention all the time. Uh, but they'll they'll grow out of it. They'll, they'll become strong, independent goats who don't need no man eventually. Yeah. But until then, oh, they're just whiny little bitches. Oh, they're just little babies, and they want they want your love. They do. The the if if you want attention, you've got to you got to have. Uh, if you're feeling lonely, get a goat, and it'll just follow you everywhere. <laughs> nice. You'll never feel lonely again. This nope. could be like a good idea for the next album. You have a song about a pirate who just moves to America and gets goats and ducks and NASCAR <laughs> and all the all the good sh- southern shit. Uh, actual- NASCAR. <laughs> Hey, don't mess with NASCAR. It's the national sport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Actually, the NASCAR race is in in my town tomorrow, but obviously no one's going to be there, so that's kind of weird. Because usually, um, yeah. so usually it's like the, the races. biggest thing. Mm. Yeah, they're doing the race. It's just nobody's watching them. It's kind of weird. It's usually that's they're like just, the biggest event They're just event live of the streaming year. it. Okay. Basically, yeah. I, I don't know how it's going to work. I might <sighs> go there and see what's going on, like see if there's like anything happening or just watch hmm. from outside to see this watch from afar yeah <sighs> but yeah yeah this is the um the universe we live in now it's fucking weird <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of strange it's it's not the yeah. worst around here i mean we uh we're in the country so yeah it's a little different out there like nothing nothing happens city. here anyway so there's nothing <laughs> to change you know so. yeah um so in terms of like make it plans for the future um like are you guys booking tours like what's what's how's how how are you going about that keeping in mind the uncertainty right now so um obviously every festival this summer has been canceled um <laughs> fuck pardon me uh but all of them are in the process or already have uh rebooking us for next year's edition like the the general plan is going to be every festival next year is going to have the exact same lineup. Obviously, a couple of bands won't be able to. Shit happens, but mm-hmm. we expect any festival you saw announced this year, good chance you'll see the same lineup next year. Um, so that's what's happening. It's we're getting the same deals. Actually, you know, a lot of um, a lot of festivals, especially ones run by like Live Nation and stuff, they're actually paying bands like ten to twenty percent less next year. So like, oh. it's like, hey, so come back next year for less money because <laughs> shit's tight right now. We can't afford it. It's it's, it's weird. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah. You know, ev- everyone's struggling. It makes sense. But um, tour wise, we we are keeping options open. Like we still have something booked for the end of this year, but that's probably not going to happen. We've got stuff booked for next spring, which might not happen. And we're, we're booking like two years in advance now. Just, Two years. Um, the promises, just, promises of a future. 
just yeah, putting holds on venues just to try and do things. What are those things? Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Biscuit pointed them out in chat. They are my pile of whamsters. Whamsters. Um, yeah, the it's a mix between a whale and a hamster. Awesome. <laughs> they're, they're, they're That's very what the adorable. true metal people have. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a true metal head. <laughs> Sign of the hammer. <laughs> Sign of the whamster. Oh yeah, I actually here's my Hannah War. Shout out to Hannah War. <laughs> oh, they have stickers. That's amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The most true metal Man of War tribute Ooh. band. So true metal. And up stuff. There, up there with Dan of War and Woman of War. <laughs> yeah, they've done like a, a triple pub shows before. Like I I would love to travel to uh, to England just to see that. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified of like, what, what the fuck is the audience at a triple bill of Man of War It's like um, Man of... No, I don't... It's like Woman of War and Hannah War covering Man of War songs. That's, <laughs> in like a shitty pub show. That sounds that like sounds paradise to me. Fucking fi- fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dream come true. I think you can picture exactly what the crowd at that show is. Yeah. I wonder if they like sell oil at the merchandise. You can oil yourself up before right. the show. Right. <laughs> Get they'll your they'll sell you some oil and loincloth <laughs> and like togas, you know. Leather yeah. bracers. Yeah, uh, like some some bracers. Everyone totally. telling you how afraid you are of yourself all the time. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna choke on battery acid <laughs> with all the same set list. Yeah, that's that's my kind. Yeah, of party. Yeah, who decides who gets to play the hit songs? Like, hey, I want to play Hail and Kill tonight. You played it last night, you know? <laughs> They're going to play it, like, wh- what? Wait. The only thing better than hearing Hail and Kill once is hearing <laughs> it twice. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to play the same set Right. <laughs> my kind of show, I think. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Like, say we were supporting a band. I would love to, like learn their biggest hit and just play it before just, them. Just like, yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Oh. Also, learn, you know, a lot of bands, they have like repetitive stage banter. So the things they say on stage, they say every night. Yeah. yeah. How, how fuck would it be just to steal all that and just, just say... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's another thing people don't really think about, like stage banter. You've got to rehearse that shit. You can't just like hop on stage and... And wing it, no. You know, address the audience. That never works. It's makes sense. In a small room, it works fine. You know, when you, when yeah. it's just, and then you, when the crowd's right in front of you, you can sort of but talk to them like and stuff. But not like at Vakin, like, hello, whatever. Like, at least. <laughs> like the guy back there, you. <laughs> at least you have but a, like when it's, time it, you have to have it timed into your set list if you're playing a big festival, because like, okay, when am I talking between which songs? And everyone should be. Oh, it's, it's the page. worst thing for me trying to trying to time these things because again, like I was saying, we don't play to a backing track, so we can't yeah. say, "Oh, this song takes five minutes," because sometimes it takes four and a half minutes, right. sometimes it takes six minutes. <laughs> so it's really fucking tough to uh, yeah. time us. So we ju- we just have to look over to our guitar tech, saying, "We still got time," and he goes, "One more." So okay, <laughs> play a song. And it's um, but yeah, I, I try not to be too repetitive with stage banter, but there's like a couple of things that just work sometimes. You know, you just stick to them. You just you know use them over and over again. Right. But it's you know if, if something if something funny happens on a show you have you have to riff on it you have to make a thing of it it's funny. But it, I think people kind of look forward to the Alestorm stage banter. <laughs> like there's there's certain staples like uh, take off your 
clothes and fuck each other. That's yeah. <laughs> we did that. That's for the, the old wall of death thing. We did one of those uh, ones. Yes, at um, was on warp tour, and it was somewhere in is this weird town on like the uh, uh, Texas New Mexico border. It was no, a nowhere town. It was like some little college town. And it was like the smallest warp tour show ever. There was like maybe five hundred people at this huge festival. So like, okay, so we were playing, and there was like fifty people watching. I was I don't know. And um, so when the wall of death came, I was like, okay, when I say go, I want you all to just run away. And so <laughs> the, the entire crowd just just <laughs> ran off. <laughs> run away. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just ran away. It was fantastic. I mean, it's eventually they all came wall back. Of death. Oh, that's it is, uh, that's yeah, great. <laughs> that's amazing I, I love sausages. a good reverse ball of death when I say sausages when I say sausages you all run away that sort of thing it's it's fun yeah but it's, it's, it's fun. kind it's of silly. sucks when you, you you've got you've got to find a way to um make it fun if you're playing to a tiny crowd you know you yeah. can't let it get to you like if you're one of these bands whose whole thing is like mighty warriors we are here tonight you are all true heroes of fucking el paso um <laughs> it, it looks very silly you know you have to sort of appreciate how dumb the whole thing is when you're doing shows like that and you know people understand that and they have a great time oh yeah, totally. yeah. cool and i when i saw jag panzer at Prague Power. I think after the first song, they're like, "Yeah, we're just not going to talk at all, so we can play more songs." And everyone's like, "Okay, fine." Hell yeah, that's that's, that's what they totally did. They fine. just they put a shit ton of songs. My, my my least favorite thing is like there's a an unpopular band or like a support band. It's like, okay, I want you all to say we are really powerful, and then sing along with the song. And then the crowd goes, "Oh my god, I hate singing songs." They don't want to do it, but the, the and then the band like doubles down and say, "No, I want to hear you. Let's all do this right now." And the crowd's like. They just yeah. do like pity yeah. clap. Like, uh, if the crowd doesn't get into it at your first attempt or naturally, don't push it. It's I can't it's hear you. Yeah, it's just some bands need they need <clears throat> to learn to read the audience better and understand, yeah. you know, who's out there and what they want to hear. Like just admit to yourself, these people don't care who we are, so let's not try and force it, you know. <laughs> Not to rag on Vision of Atlantis too much, but when they were touring... Oh, Dragon no, let's Force, rag on Vision of Atlantis. Oh or God, we can rag on Visions of Atlantis. That's your favorite thing to but, do, apparently. Okay, go so on. They, they, were the, they were the first band up for that show and who's here to see like Dragon Force and Unleash the Archers. So Visions of Atlantis totally doesn't fit in. And they're doing these, like, in between every song, the singer would do some, like, really introspective, this is about life and blah, 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 blah. And every speech would, like, end with the next song title. But literally no one was there for Visions of Atlantis. So nobody, like, got, like, the big moment of, like, oh, shit, it's this song. So it just made it extremely awkward. Yeah. It's about feelings. Yeah. Like, this song is called <laughs> Questing 2. And then the crowd goes, what? What? <laughs> I don't know that song. I don't know you. You're the opening band. <laughs> I've never heard of you. Who are these strange Dutch? Are they Dutch people? I don't know. They're they're Austrian. Austrian. Except, uh, the singers, the singer Clementine. I think she's French. But like, I feel like we've I've got the right to um, talk shit about them because you know the drummer is like the owner of Napalm Records, and I think I've probably made him several million bucks, so he can. Like, I reserve the right to talk shit about him. <laughs> That's wow. fair. That's fair. Nah, they must make so much money from us. It's fucked. Because I don't make that much, that's for sure. But, you know, <laughs> there's, there's there's big money in, in record labels if you... Like, I think they're, like, possibly... 
possibly the most relevant metal label there is anymore because like nuclear blasts dying a death mm-hmm. like it's all all the big bands just like jumping ship to to napalm it's just the place to be right now they're doing something right obviously yeah yeah i feel like napalm so has more of the like jokey bands for sure which may that's the popular thing these days not to it's- single you out i guess <laughs> Oh no, there's a lot of them. Like, oh, there's, obviously there's us, uh, my other one, and um, we've got Windrose. Yeah. Who's just dwarf memes. They've got, uh, who else do they have? There's so many meme bands. Yeah, let's talk about meme bands. Is this the future of power metal or like... It's the present of power metal. I mean... Except I for like, like legacy bands. Rail Knights? Real Knights? <laughs> I mean... I don't let me think. I feel like um, it kind of reflects the way they like, say you, you go on YouTube and what's the shit that takes off is like, I don't know, some, some guy and girl singing a cover of the latest meme and it gets like 100 million views. That's metal is like regular bands signed to record labels. They can't react that fast. No, you, you can't make a song about a meme and, and hope that it's going to be relevant by the time you release it because it's like the whole thing of write the song go to the studio, send it to the label, wait five months, then the song comes out. By that time, it's a stale meme. Yep. Um, so it's, and then there's Windrose covering a like 10-year-old meme song. Oh, yeah, exactly. You, ha- you have to cover things that are like old pop culture or things that... Mm-hmm. that. But, you know, it's difficult to do like a modern, up-to-date meme song if you're going by the traditional, you know, mainstream metal band yeah. record label shit. But if you're just a dude on YouTube, they, they, have, it, they have it covered. You know, like I saw some some chick singing and playing the violin or something doing a cover of that uh coffin dance song and it got like a million views in one day and it's like this folk metal kind of thing can you imagine like a folk metal band getting like fucking a million views in youtube like it doesn't happen it's yeah so i think real bands cannot compete so also what the fuck is the coffin dance i am not up to date on my meme so knowledge a bunch of years ago there was this um news report made from these uh pallbearers in Ghana and their whole thing is just they dress up all fancy and they basically as they're carrying your coffin to your funeral uh, as procession they're dancing around and like throwing it and doing break dancing while they carry your oh, coffin and, shit. That, and that's, the, that's the thing they, I guess they, they they treat funerals and things differently there in Africa but yeah. um then suddenly like this year it someone found it and it became the meme and there's like a song playing in the background at the oh same time. Oh my gosh, I'm actually watching it now. Oh yeah, it has, it's crazy, hey. It has 36 million views. Not yeah, the like, folk metal cover, but the actual coffin dance. Yeah, the song's called like Astronomica or something. And then wow. so there's oh, a, bun- a bunch of people have done covers of that. Like e- even even your co-conspirators, Japanese folk metal, have a, they nice. did a cover of it as well. It's, just, it's the thing you do. Everyone's That's doing amazing. it. Hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, I was thinking, like, meme songs like Toxic Coin to Your Witcher, like, every metal YouTuber and their mother was, like, making one of those a couple months ago, and some of those got really big, like, Dan Voss, like, doubled his subscribers in, like, a day with it. But I'm like, you know, it's, let's say, you know, like, two years from now, if, like, I don't know, Equilibrium or some folky band does a cover of that song, it's gonna be old hat, so it's... 
Right. Right. Y- you have to be doing um. If Equilibrium is still doing folk minute. metal in two years, oh, kill me. <laughs> but Rumahoy did a Harambe song. Yeah, that was in twenty twenty. The whole point of that is that it was a dead meme. You know, that's what made it's it funny. ironic. I, I I get it kind of. I, th- I think I think the fun thing with Ramahoy is just simply just not getting things and doing it wrong. <laughs> it's it's part of the part of the charm. That... I think people were mad. They were like, "Why is Ramahoy doing a Harambe song?" <laughs> like, oh, they're going to shit now. I remember when they were true pirate metal. It's like the same thing that Ailstorm went. Through. No, they've sold out just like Ailstorm. They're in it for the hookers and the blow, man, and the Hooks memes. Harambe in 2020. <laughs> oh shit, talking of Ramahoy, Harambe and Napalm Records, the whole thing. Um, Napalm Records is doing this competition with Ramahoy that if a hundred people um, post a picture of themselves on like Instagram or whatever, doing the hook and then hashtag it hooks out this? for Harambe, Napalm Records will adopt a gorilla in what? the name of Captain Yarface. Amazing. What the fuck? <laughs> what? How good is that? <laughs> That is that the is, stupidest thing I've ever What a time to be heard. alive, man. <laughs> the meme metal apocalypse has just happened. Like this? You know? Damn. Looks out. Wait, Hooks if I was better at like internet and technology, I would have taken a screenshot, but I'm not coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> Good hooks. Good hooks. All right, the industry to... is pandering a little more to the internet, which is where most of the fan base is now. Thank you. I yeah, can true yeah i can see in five years like you know your average metal festival lineup headlined by you know headlined by blind guardian co-headlined by dan vask and like with support from the slap of the bass guy it's like what you know that's and then like real bands like down on line four or five it's gonna be weird like i think that's where we're gonna go in a few years that internet dudes are gonna be popular more popular Dude, they, than have, they, they, they have the advantage now they know yeah. they've they've have a platform that we're all forced to use now they already have a following and and, and they know how to use yeah. it because you and they know how to you've use seen it. like outside even of music uh a lot of tv shows that say okay we can do this we'll just do it from home and they suck at doing it from yeah. home Nobody knows how to film themselves. Nobody knows how to light themselves. Nobody knows how to make the sound not be shit. And and you see all these big time TV shows just crapping themselves, trying to go online. And the dudes on YouTube that do it every day without a hitch. Yeah. Been doing it for years YouTubers, by themselves. YouTubers and, and Twitch musicians, this is your time to shine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, Biscuit wants us to do a hooks out and he's going to screen cap it. <laughs> hooks out for Harambe, everybody. Hooks out for Harambe. Kyle, hook. Hooks out. I think his connection okay, is. Go. Oh, I'm hooking. It it's just lagging. My connection's crap right now. Is, did you get it? Did you get it? Uh, where's my print screen button? Fuck me. I think I think it's close enough. I got it too. <laughs> you got it right. Yeah, yeah. I think we all did it there. <laughs> yeah, Pelex gonna. Oh, sorry, Pelike. I always Pelek, thought his name Pelek. was Pelex. Me too. Pelike. Pelex sounds less. Awful. Pelic, but the, the K. K, the K is capitalized. Yeah, but so many yeah. like Sudakra, right. yeah. Sudakra capitalized finally. It's a thing that some bands do. Pelike. So Pelike. Pelike. Headlining Prog Power 2022. I can see it. I can really see that. My God. Is he going to Jas- do like only anime covers? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> anime and Disney covers. That, that can what's, bring what's a lot of people big- on. 
Honestly, what's his biggest thing? I can just look at him. Well, the thing the is, like, all the the proc power crowd is so much older than his crowd. Yeah. Yeah, uh, his he, crowd are he like younger anime fans. It would be a different thing. Teams. Yeah, yeah. Prog power. Um, the median age there is like forty-five, so they're not gonna understand the anime song. I I always like calling prog power the annual boomer expo. It's uh, yeah, prog power boomers. <laughs> we uh we often joke about that too. We feel young when we're there. We feel young when we're there. You feel young. When uh, you're Virus Six Ten had a nice screenshot of us. That's one for the gram. <laughs> nice. So I'm, I'm looking at. I'm on Pelic. I'm gonna call him Pelic. Pelic. I'm on Pelic's Pe- 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 His top video is it? Uh, what a Tokyo Ghoul cover? Is yeah, it? Tokyo that's Ghoul anime. cover. Yeah. That's 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 very are they, famous. Are they that like song a, is. That's a, a good band? song. Are they a band or is that no. a? I don't know that. Uh, Tokyo an Ghoul is an anime. It's an anime oh, yeah. okay. They're, that's their um their intro to this to the show. Okay, that's um. It's a good song. It has a lot of like falsetto, and it's like, I don't know. And there's a part where where there's a scream, and I think that's the first time anime fans have ever heard a scream <laughs> being used in a song. So what they're like this? fascinated. They're like, "Wow, look at this emotion." That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No one has ever done harsh vocals in a song before. Pelike yeah, invented it. Yeah, that's like wow. Pe- yeah. I'm Until just... Pelike covered it because the anime invented harsh vocals, you see. I'm just really in awe of his facial structure. He's got such a yeah. good jaw. Holy yeah. shit. I, uh, it's I like, don't like really... it. oh, I we want to punch. Yeah. I, I want to punch <laughs> his face <laughs> every time I he's see so it. He's so punchably yeah, attractive, he's, isn't he's he? He's punchable. That's <laughs> Yeah. You know, I actually like that song he covered. And then um, the guy who brought me beer, which is uh, the guy I'm married to, he just kept playing the Pelike cover, like, to me, like, following me around with it. He just <laughs> fucking ruined it for me. <laughs> I, I, That's true probably, marriage right there. Like, it's it's, it's yeah. terrible. A couple of ones like, of his covers are cool, but th- th- there comes a point when you're just sick of it because he always does the same thing. Over and over. He just goes like he just he just um belts a lot yeah. and really high and you're like this is like this doesn't need to spams, be an octave higher. He just spams that one ability. But yeah. that's what, I guess that's what people want. They just want to hear this, the same thing over and over again to their favorite anime probably, uh, theme tunes. They probably do because he has like anime covers volume twenty four out by now on Spotify. Anime covers. That, that's <laughs> the he, um, someone in chat says he's hot. And he's a good singer. I mean, yeah, <laughs> is he he's, hot? I he, he's conventionally attractive, but... Uh. Discount uh, Tommy Caravic. <laughs> okay. uh, Tommy is way is he hotter. Is he, Come on. Is, he, is he Norwegian? He's, he looks kind of... Swedish, I think he's... He's like Tommy. He's Swedish, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's Swedish. Tommy is way hotter, like, though. Like, have you seen... Have you seen Tommy's biceps? Like, that man is a firefighter. Yeah. He, um, he defends... Those who it's a real who are oh he is deal. Norwegian JK we're just uh, like making Norwegian. shit up about people okay. so Pelik Pelik has five hundred and thirty two thousand monthly listeners on um Spotify that's 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 <laughs> like almost twice Glory Hammer he I, is like I, you know why that, wow. there's a thing there because there's a big gap um there's not a lot of, a lot of Japanese music on Spotify and if you look for an anime opening like 50% chance you're getting Pelix version. 
and Dude, maybe some other color. all of his top songs, you're so right. All of his top songs are Japanese anime covers. Uh, yeah, never bet against Naruto, anime. Naruto, Naruto Shippuden Ball, opening. Yeah. yeah, they're all Naruto covers. People love Naruto. Does yeah. Naruto oh have that God. many songs? I don't know. Yeah, he has, yeah, has like six openings and six endings. Mm -hmm. And then you have insert songs. Uh, and they are Has not he done available. a Cruel Angels thesis yet, though? Yeah, like three times, probably. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were kidding about Pelike Anime Opening Covers Volume no, 24. No, I but say factful. I, I, I thought say you facts. were making a joke. No, I state facts. So, Holy shit, there's 37. There's 37 of them. You guys Whoa. see this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, Holy shit. And that's that, a lot yeah, of songs. And that, that's the if, thing that you have to think about. Like, you, if someone see, watches an anime, even if it's uh, a, a popular one, the actual openings are not on Spotify. And if you want to listen to them, you find Pelix version. That's, yeah, that's good what you wow. have. So I guess oh my this... God, he's He's brilliant. So like the, this monthly listeners thing, like this is a stat that people use a lot these days in, in the industry. It's like, oh, how many monthly listeners do you have on Spotify? Yeah. And that's, it's used a lot as a metric of how popular a band is. But I guess the thing is, what counts as a monthly listener is if, if you listen to one song once, you are a monthly listener. Mm -hmm. If you listen to a million, if you listen to their entire discography a million times a month, you are one listener. So that's so weird. So what wow. happens, what happens is, is I guess there's a lot of people, sort of casual people who like these anime songs. Yeah. They go and they go and find their favorite show. They listen to their theme tune, maybe once, maybe that one a hundred times, but that's it. So they, he gets a lot of different listeners. But like, if you look at all these exactly. songs, none of them are particularly popular. Like his most popular song seems to have, um, 4 million plays. Whereas like Glory Hammer, who has half the number of monthly listeners, Angus McFive has 12 million plays, so it's like... Exactly. Um, so you have hard fans and casuals yeah. that just go around, go through your things. So, but it has a lot of people that just want to find this one song, find it, listen to it, move on. They don't care who he is. And then you have the fans that, oh, I'm going to listen to Glory Hammer today. I'm going to listen to Aelstrom today. That's the difference. That's, that that is like the main thing that why metal works as a genre. Mm -hmm. Like, have have you ever seen a guy walking down the street wearing a t-shirt of some random pop rock band or their favorite no one does it you know, no but metal shirts every metal dude always wears metal shirts metal fans are hardcore metal fans yeah. who love they love their demon bitch they love their anger <laughs> they love what the hell shirt are you wearing down there uh seventh wonder oh uh, seventh wonder yeah yeah imagine like you know someone wearing a t-shirt of like you know some semi-unknown pop rock band so like, metal fans are hardcore so like yeah you can make a much better career for yourself as a middling metal band as you can as a pop artist who's huge. Like when you're a huge pop artist, yeah, you'll say, wow, you, you've got 10 billion people know who you are, but they all listen once and to one song and they don't really care. They're not invested. They, they're not going to come to your show. They're not going to buy a t-shirt. They might not even right. buy an album. They'll just stream on Spotify once a month and that's it. Mm. And so it's, it just, it's metal is still like a, uh, a powerful genre to be a uh, to be part of because it's um it has the the, the best real fans, money is basically. in printing black yeah, t-shirts as much as we as much as we make fun of metalheads um, we're getting another beer now like <laughs> I fucking holy shit I get another beer watch out watch out oh no oh, what's this one okay so this is um this is a monkish IPA 
uh, India Pale Ale. So it's from Monkish Brewing in Torrance, California. It's a hazy IPA. And it's uh, 8.4% alcohol. Oh, my God. It has a lovely... Uh, it has a lovely citrus smell. Quite a bit I'm going to rinse my cup with water because I don't want to mix the... Wow. Yeah, palate cleanse. Hashtag not sponsored by beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored by uh, Monkish Brewing and uh, Modern Times Beer of San Diego, California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get to drink all of this, I guess. God, that is like... What is it? It's so thick. Okay, is, so this is... not even um, beer. I don't know if you guys have this in Tennessee. Um, maybe you do. So it's really opaque. Do it's you country a, folks get this can of alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sound so fucking California right now. You and your hick beer. You got you got. You want to have heard of this. It's this is a New England-style IPA. So a West Coast IPA would be like clear and like... It would be more clear-colored. But it's like really juicy and thick. I tell you, girl, around these what? parts, we drink bush. That's a real man's beer. <laughs> oh, that's delightful. <laughs> Your southern accent is coming you, along you quite well. You pour it in a cup like this, so you can smell. You can get the get the aroma. <laughs> you can't just drink it out of the can, okay? That's fucking, I know. That's, Jesus. No, you can't do that. <laughs> It's thick. Hell yeah! I, it's thick I used to like live in um, I used to live in the Netherlands for like four years, and they have these things called uh, beer cafes, where like it's the like specialist uh, bars, and you go in, and it's like it's all very nice. And the the good ones have like maybe five hundred different beers, all like mm. all the the Dutch and Belgian ones, and they have mm, the cor- they have I the correct glass for every beer. So Hell when, yeah! So when you order a quack, it comes in that stupid glass that's like a. It's like three feet tall. It looks like a mixing glass. It's ridiculous. And it's, I, I used to drink a lot of that daft nonsense, but it's, the headaches were unbearable. Like some of that, these 8%, 9% triples and quadruples, it just, it wrecks with your head. Like, how can you drink that and just not wake up tomorrow feeling like shit, you know? Um, I think we just accept the fact that we're going <laughs> to feel like shit and we drink it anyway. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Oh god, I used to have this superpower where I like never had hangovers and I like can drink beer like it's water. I can't do it anymore. I think I'm getting old. Yeah, I think that's, that's called just being called happens. I'm in my 30s now. Oh my god. Yeah, Chris, having a, a alcohol theme band, does that get you into trouble at shows? People are like, yeah, let's do shots with Chris. Oh, god, it's the worst thing. Like <laughs> There's so much drinking in your music. It's like, you know, we obviously we, we drink on stage. It's, you know, we obviously we don't get wasted because, you know, we've still got to play these songs. And then, you know, we get off stage and I, I like to go through the audience, you know, after the show. going, Hey, everybody. Woo. Nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes the venue stays open late and there's a bar. So I kind of wander to the bar or whatever. And then a guy goes, Ahoy, Captain Chris! I've bought you a shot of Captain Morgan's rum. Let's drink rum together. I'm like, oh my oh. God. <laughs> so I'll, Oh, please, my stomach. And this guy, he's, he's already bought bought it and paid for it. Well, I can't say no. That's like, in, yeah. at a gig, that's like a $10 shot. I'm like, okay, ahoy. And I drink the shot of rum. I'm like, oh my God, nice to meet you. Thank you. And then oh, we, we chat for five minutes, whatever. Then he goes away. And then I turn around and then there's someone else and they say, Ahoy, Captain Chris! I've also <laughs> bought you a shot of Captain Morgan's rummy hearty! Let's drink! I'm like, oh my God. So 
Next shot of Captain Morgan's rum. It's uh, and then obviously then the night turns into a blur. You very that happens a bunch. That you very quickly start to hate rum in any way, shape, or form. I cannot. Oh my god! You heard it here first. Chris hates rum. Rum. It's oh my god. And you know I'm getting old. Three day hangovers are a thing at this age. You know it sucks. Three days. Jesus. Oh man. I'm not at that level yet, uh, but I will be soon. <laughs> You're not much older than me, I think. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, when you have a tick particularly heavy night, it just kills you for three days. Mm. But yeah, so it's, um, we try and stay sophisticated and just hide <laughs> from people and drink white wine spritzers all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I see why you like cheap lagers now, for they are 3% and mostly water and they keep That's you hydrated. Exactly. <laughs> That's the worst thing. A- like, Ailstorm is a very practical py- uh, band of pirates. Well, yeah, like when we play a lot of shows, the promoters go, oh, Ailstorm, you, you're from Scotland. You must love all Scotland. these... Scotland. <laughs> you must love all these authentic heritage beers. Here's a big crate of super dark double imperial stouts for drinking on stage i'm like dude we've got to go up there for 90 minutes and sweat our balls out and you want us to drink imperial russian stouts while we're up there are you insane so we just send it back and say can you give us like a case of corona or something or coors light because they're like what yeah, yeah, sometimes it blows their mind like what the ale storm doesn't want the ale So yeah, we just. <laughs> but oh god, the I, the the thought of having to drink like a fourteen percent barrel aged imperial stout on stage makes it's me like want to explode. Are any of the members of Ailstorm actually Scottish at this point, or live in Scotland? Um, there was a time a few years ago where our bassist Gaz lived in Edinburgh, but he's uh he's he's Northern Irish. He, he lives back. He was there for a while, I think, because his girlfriend was at university in Scotland, but um. No, he. No one lives in Scotland. Nobody was born in Scotland. No one really has a Scottish accent. It's we are we are very fake. Uh, uh, Wikipedia <laughs> now says you're a multinational band from Scotland. Oh my yeah. god! There you go. If you if you go through, I think on the Glory Hammer page, if you go through the previous edits, um, there's probably a hundred edits from me when of me changing it from. Glory Hammer are a Scottish Swiss metal band. It's like, no, they're not. It's an, we, we change it to Anglo-Swiss because everyone in the band is either English or Swiss. There's no Scottish people there. And I have these fucking arguments with like neckbeard fans saying, no one <laughs> in the band is Scottish. They go, no, no, no. Chris Chris and the whole band are, Scot- are from Scotland. They're all from Dundee. It's like, no, nobody <laughs> is Scottish. There's no Scottish people. Stop it. And it's just, oh, get rid of these edits all the time. It's... I, I live a very sad existence of editing Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eternal battle over on Wikipedia over your heritage. <laughs> Do you like cite like just me as the source when you're putting cite those edits on Wikipedia? Me, <laughs> my existence. Yeah, like, exactly. That's uh, that's what we do, but people don't realize it. And it's. I wonder if it's been changed back yet. I'm gonna see. Um, Glory people, Hammer should be an intergalactic band. People can now quote this episode of the show. Or the Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, edits. exactly. Uh, Anglo Swiss. And then you could put like uh, citation number four next to that. We put the link um, to the episode. I think, our, I think our Judicator episode is yes. like referenced on Wikipedia. Yeah, the Wikipedia for Judicator references. We got referenced. Yeah. That's like the greatest honor um, to be referenced. <laughs>
I hope someone like Dan's- when Dan writes his paper about metal communities, he should really make sure he cites us properly. I want like <laughs> MLA site format citations. Yeah. Fans oh, arguing with artists over what's true is my favorite thing. Oh, here I've just I've just gone to uh, looking through the previous edits on Glory Hammer here, and it's this is one where someone has changed it back to to Scottish. Um, and then the, their their explanation for it is of the members, two are Scottish, one is American, one is English, one is Swiss, and the band is based in Scotland, so that makes them a Scottish band. Like what? None of that's true. That's all nonsense. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, All right. So you yeah. do you, fan. Yeah, you know, let them have it. It's, uh, but I, I don't really, um, I don't really do much with Glory Hammer anymore. I sort of let them do their own thing because it's too busy doing the whole Yara Hoy drinking mm. rum shit, and so you've committed to a, a life of piracy instead of um, intergalactic, whatever it is that Glory Hammer does. <laughs> Yeah, well, Glory Hammer wasn't supposed to be popular. That was, you know... You know Damn it! Why are you popular? What's the thing? You think I'll start a cheesy power metal band? That's not going to become huge. Yeah, but-, but people love cheesy power metal. You know, like, on, on the Reddit, the fucking power metal subreddit, like, every other week, there's always somebody saying, what are your recommendations for cheesy power metal bands? Yeah, but, like, I, but this, like you know, when we started I love the this arguments in, what, on, like, 10, is... 12, is- is Glory Hammer a parody? Is it embracing power metal? Is it playing up the tropes? Does it lampoon power metal? Like no one can agree on what Glory Hammer is. <laughs> it's just it's just a band, you know. It's a, a whole thing was a uh, I, I don't want to say parodying, but it's you know, what what do you call it when you you know you take all the elements that you love and you just do them better? I think I don't want to, it sounds arrogant, but you know it's because <laughs> like so many so many of these power metal bands, all these again these golden age power metal bands. They, they lost sight of what they do. And of course, they have all these orchestra things going on and all these frilly symphonics and stuff, but they don't have any songs anymore. Like, whatever happened to doing three and a half minute rock songs with about dragons? You know, it's now it's everything's like a seven minute escapade through time and space and wizards. Dude, this and is that's so true. <laughs> so that, that's that, that's why Glory Hammer is successful. It's we're like the only band in power metal who just writes songs anymore. Everyone just fucking does these ridiculous over-the-top shit. So, but yeah, still- but the the most recent Glory Hammer release had, I feel like it had a lot of um, these, like, epic long tracks. There's always the, the one at the end. Yeah, there's yeah. one at the end. But for the most part, it was songs. verse, yeah. intro, verse, chorus, intro, verse, chorus, solo, Straight chorus. Forward, you know, fucking power metal. That's, you know, like... You, you think to all like you know the, the classic rock that your parents listen to or whatever and that's like their songs you know it's all about this big hook the big chorus this big riff and then yeah. but you know that's that's rock and roll to me and then like power metal these days is like oh look at my center pan cellos doing ostinatos <laughs> <and> center <laughs> pan cellos it's, <laughs> it's i think people, lo- people lose sight that at the end of the day this is rock and roll and rock and roll is songs, you know, it's just, uh, and, and that's, that is, that is the secret to Glory Hammer is just write songs. I mean, it got big. Yeah. I feel very blessed to know um, the guy who came up with center pan cellos as a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. 
I'm, I'm going to make sure that on the next album I do, there's going to be this bit at the start and it just starts with a cello in the middle, just right in there. In the middle. Right. <laughs> right. Then, then, but then it's going to like slide around, like, I'll go a bit. Yeah. Yeah, then, no, back to the middle It's going to move back and Think, forth. Oh, no, back to the middle. Just, just you wear headphones, you can hear it travel like through yeah. your ears. Yeah. In the live show, you have them like on a little cart and you just push them around while they're playing the cello. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we can, we can have two guys. Like, I'll, there'll be a cello player on this rolling platform. I'll be pushing him back towards the center. And then, then Dan will come on stage and he'll push him back towards the <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I would pay so much money to see that. I feel like this has got very in joke. You know, yeah. like, what the fuck's a center pan cello? And that's not where you put a cello. I, seriously, yeah, like, like, you're the second person we've invited here like dan we did last week that like we've talked to before in our stupid chat yeah. so now it's just a bunch of like dumbass did, inside did, jokes. Did, did he talk about cellos uh last week or, um we, yeah, we, we we bitched about cellos a little bit um it's amazing i don't know dude our topics like transcended space and time yeah. we talked about like cyber bullying and like the Irish cult and like symphonic metals identity crisis yeah. oh did he have his, um, did he have his rant about the, the the uk symphonic metal scene that's my yeah. favorite yes one. absolutely we talked thing. about um we talked about like how nightwish has spawned a series of cults and <sighs> It, it, it was it was real. If you if you guys in the chat are interested in cults and Nightwish <laughs> and symphonic metal, uh, check out our last episode with with the infamous um, Daniel Carpenter of Celestival or whatever the fuck his <laughs> band is. Do, do you pronounce it Celestial or do you have to say it's something? Celestial. Yeah, it's Celestial. It's Celestial. It's Celestial, but I, nobody I, says I, um, it like that. Like, yeah, I told them that like we tried to get our Google our Google Alexa whatever to play it, and then. Uh, by voice command, and we couldn't do it. Yeah, so because, even say, "Hey Google, play Celestival." It doesn't find it. Play Celestival ten times two, yeah. and it just like couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So any of you in bands, um, if you want your thing to be played by voice recognition, name it something normal. Yeah. And don't yes. get fancy with the lettering. Hell yeah. There, like there, upside there is, down there's a. definitely a trick to naming your band and it should be a word, but it should not be a really common word because you just die if you that's if no one can find you at all. But also if nobody can pronounce it, that's bad as well. Yeah. And you have to think about if you're trying to make it work internationally, <laughs> how other people will pronounce it. Like Peleke. <laughs> or oh, Pelek. Peleke. <laughs> Pelek. You have to think, like, how, how would someone that speaks English, how would someone that speaks Spanish, how would someone that speaks, I don't know, what, what are the big languages, Chinese, Japanese? And Chinese. Like, how would they say it and then see how it, what, what happens to it before deciding on the word? Oh, man. Hey, would, Do you think would you starting say, your band you with, say... with an A makes it easier to be found? Because you're at the top of all the alphabetical well, lists. I don't oh. think anyone goes to record stores anymore, yeah. but... Um, in in half the world we are Alestorm. Yeah, we are Alestorm. Alestorm. Ale yeah. Alestorm. Alestorm. You are Alestorm. Alestorm. Come to Chile. Alestorm. Yeah, exactly. That's, Alestorm. That's how, but, but it okay, works. Um usually we take usually we try to take uh chat questions, but everybody's just memeing along. So <laughs> uh, fellowship. <laughs> oh yeah, the band in the Shout UK out. fellowship that nobody can find ever. Man, that's, uh, they're Alistair pretty good. Name in Spanish works really well. That's great. They're good, I but they're impossible to find. 
I think I think I think this is another case of our like teeny community blowing something out of proportion. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's but yeah, some I, nice I'm, music. I've, I've I've got I've got high hopes for that band Fellowship. They're like this, you know, for those of you who are watching who don't know, they're like this uh UK power metal band. Oh, I usually like I actually like it a lot. I really yeah, like they're, they're good, they're competent, like, you know. This is kind of like Twilight Force One. They covered uh <laughs> Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Lion King, which I think got him. Oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't, I didn't hear that like shit. It. I don't know. Disney covers just really piss me off for some reason. Disney covers get the views though. I yeah, fucking hate do. Disney covers. I'm yeah, but I'm <laughs> I'm trying to work out these guys. Like, you know, the main guy, he looks, he's too wholesome. Like, no one is that wholesome. It's like, right, what's oh God, his deal? Jesus like, is, is he in a religious cult? I feel like he's in a religious cult. He doesn't look like a normal person. So might, no normal person <laughs> plays power metal. Yeah, you know, it's, I'll, I'll, need, I'll need to find out uh, who this guy is, find out what his deal is. You know, maybe he's just a guy who looks wholesome and that's cool. Or maybe he is like some sort of end of the world guy. Oh, the world's going to end and that's wonderful. Well, here's some power metal. Oh yeah. no, here's some power metal. Yeah, it's we'll see. Yeah, because all all religious people are in apoc- apocalyptic cults. Well, oh, it's oh, kind of like the question. state of the world someone's, right now, anyway. The world's ending. Oh, someone's got a question. Let's have power metal. Oh yeah, a, a real question. Um, real question. Uh, question for English speakers: How do you pr- pronounce different hailstorm and hailstorm? Do you say hailstorm? Okay. Halestorm, Halestorm. Halestorm. Like in Spanish, in Lizzie Halle, I love you, Lizzie Halle. In, in Spanish, in in Spanish, the H it's is silent, silent, right? It's so it's Halestorm. So they're Halestorm as well. Yeah. Oh they're my both god, that's confusing. Holy shit, that's gonna Holy suck shit. if we were ever. Yeah. If 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 um Halestorm like hailstorm ever played in the Latin America, it happened to me a couple of times. Sucks for them, they're just advertising for you guys. Yeah. Then. Okay. It happened a couple of times. How different is Latin America from US and Canada for bands? Can you ask Chris? Um, uh, Chris is here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. The, the US and Canada is not really a good baseline to go on because the US and Canada kind of sucks for bands like us. It's yeah. still yeah, very suck. second rate. But, you know, at, at our level, we're not even, you know, usually people think, oh, power metal sort of bands are huge in South America. We haven't quite. Um, hit that level so we played a lot of dive bars in like um we've been to like what uh mexico we do all right colombia was weird dive bars uh brazil was mostly weird dive bars apart from sao paulo um argentina it's in uh buenos Aires. we played that kind of nice place but it's kind of small then in cordoba and rosario that was the diviest of dive bars and i was Fucked. I am surprised then, like, you even in- played those <laughs> those cities because we 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 go for it. I want to go everywhere. Normally, the the most of the bands don't don't go outside of Buenos Aires because just the sheer um, drop in population density means you will not get a huge audience unless you are. That's like the U.S. There's just no population density outside of like Los Angeles and yeah. But the problem with the U.S. is that those places yeah. that are that have the big population densities are really far away. So it's like traveling to another country. So far. Going from when you New do York it, yeah. to Los Angeles. Yeah. When, That's two countries. When you do it <laughs> when you do a US tour, basically the way it works is is you go up the East Coast and then you try and find a way to cross to the West Coast as fast as humanly possible, stopping in as little places as you can mm. and then go down the West Coast. It's it's a it's a mad dash across the Midwest to try and not burn too much money because right. you know Tour buses are a tour bus is a thousand bucks a night. Um, yeah, you, you, we're paying crew by the day. You know, nothing's free, so it's um, <clears throat> it's it's a big challenge. You know, like 
trying to find shows in the Midwest where you won't die. But like, go back to the main difference between South America and North America for shows is the crowds in South America are batshit insane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at Fernando. So yeah. proud. <laughs> Fernando, are you the kind of guy who just like screams every single melody yeah. and every single lyric? Yeah, yeah. He's we like, hold my phone, I'm gonna jump into solos. the pit, and then he just like dive like this. It's wild. I love that shit. <laughs> when we played in, um, yeah, we played in Mexico the last time. Uh, the stage was okay, but the monitors were kind of small. We could not hear our monitors over the sound of the crowd singing along. That was that happens, it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> so we were using them as a reference, just hoping we were still playing in tune because just hear these crowd belting it out and it's see so yeah, south That's american amazing. crowds are the best um it kind of sucks that when we do tours there you have to you have to fly every single yeah. show which is a pain that's a thing but, yeah uh, apart apart from the three argentina shows we did that by bus that was fun um like a mini bus like a busy van actually um that was nice but yeah a lot of flights we mm. got st- we got stuck in um buenos aires once uh, on the way to chile there was uh, a <laughs> There was a hurricane. There was like a, a hurricane, whatever you call them, a storm. A big storm came in into Buenos Aires, and the, no flights could take off. Hmm. So we were stuck there. We we missed our first show in Chile. And Ouch! That was, that was very sad. Oh no! Chileans. Sorry, Chile, but we came back and it was great. I had a lovely time in Chile and hooray! Nice. Does the uh, does the Mexico song go off at the off with the Mexican crowds? Oh my god, it goes off. That is the most <laughs> fucked thing. It's. <laughs> It's almost like their unofficial national anthem. They love that shit there. It's great. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah, are you just going to make a song for every country so you can pander to like as many crowds? <laughs> hey ho, Paraguay. Let's all go to Paraguay. No exactly. one comes in Paraguay. <laughs> like, Viva Colombia. Well, we, we did a song about Colombia. We had uh, uh, the Battle of Cartagena was a, uh, you know, that's Colombia. And they, they, again, that song went off there as well. That was cool. <laughs> that's one of your we, best we, songs. We, it, it, it's that's the thing we have good songs like that but then also we have, we have good. but then we have popular songs and the two don't tend to meet but sometimes they do yeah, yeah we, we almost had a show in Cartagena and that would have been cool but uh the promoter said yeah you, you could play there like 25 people will come and it'll be in the worst pub but yeah so we decided not to maybe yeah. next time oh. that's cool. great all right any other questions? Uh, will you ever put take off your eye patch on an album? There was a song that um, me and Elliot wrote called Eye Patch, but like as initials, like E Y E P A T C H. And it, it is a bad song. We, we sort of memed about it for a while. It's <laughs> like the Freedom Call metal thing. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. It was E, I think it was like E is for eye patch and Y is for yar. E is for epic and P is for pirate. That's sort of shit. It was just, it was, it was a bad song. Um, like you're a spelling. cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. And then Did we ever th- figure out if the Freedom Calls Metal stood for anything? M-E-T-A-L? No. Anyone like that? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Freedom Call. No one likes Freedom Call. They don't even have a Wikipedia page. Dude, I feel like a lot of people Okay, again, in our in our tiny, like non-representative power metal community, people love Freedom Call. Yeah, I feel like the internet community really rates them, but uh my enormous thighs are lit. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that'll do. Um 
Um, <laughs> you don't see it, but there's also people looking watching on YouTube, and in the YouTube chat, someone mentions that Chris Bowes he, he thinks you are a fan of Paul Sagoth. I think he might be onto something there. Yeah, that's like where that's Glory true. Hammer came from, sort of. Yeah, basically everything I do is um is Balsagoth homage, but it kind of was. We've sort of drifted these days towards just absolute nonsense meme metal. But I am, <laughs> I am, I am starting this new band with um. It's got this kind of all star lineup. It's got um Eric Brown, who is the drummer of Necrogoblicon, and he's also in Rainbow Dragon Eyes. It's Ooh. got um Jake from Aether Realm doing vocals and bass. It's got me doing keyboards and narration. It's got the guy who pretends to be me in Glory Hammer on guitar. He's like, dude, real it. Chris and fake Chris real, that's in the same band. He can't play the keyboard, but fucking hell, he can play the guitar. He actually did the solo on um our song "Walk the Plank," and he deliberately designed that solo to be so difficult that our guitar player couldn't play it. Nice. So he, like, he's very good. Um, and it's, it's also amazing. got um, who is it? Did, did uh, the guy? Uh, but yeah, Matt Bell on on also on guitar. He's the guy who wrote Tortuga, and he helped co-write a bunch of other songs in the Elstrom album. And he's in this band called Trolltagen. Great band. And it's gonna be a sort of a the band's called Wizard Throne, <laughs> and it's gonna be basically a hundred percent Balsagoth worship. And that's that's coming soon to uh to a meme metal show near you. I'm sure. But anyway, <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That sounds awesome. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's our um, apocalypse band. Well, we're doing that while we're stuck at home. That's going to be good. Speaking, Hell yeah. Speaking of crossovers, have you ever been approached to do vocals for like Avantasia or Arion, like these big collaboration projects? <laughs> like super serious <laughs> power metal projects? You know, a long time ago, I heard that um, this is going back because, you know, back in the MySpace days, I heard oh, that man. if on your MySpace page, you're a band and you put one of your influences as Arion, he would, um, and if your band was popular enough, there's a chance that um, Aryan would like contact you and say, "Hey, I see you like Arion, and your band's <laughs> kind of cool. Want to sing?" So on on the Ailstorm MySpace, it said our number one influence was Arion. Oh shit, that's but amazing! Ne- never got approached, unfortunately. Yeah, um, maybe they stopped watching their MySpace page. Also, you have a MySpace page. This was like in two thousand. <laughs> year are we in? This is this was two thousand eight. You know, okay, a long time ago. But yeah, um, I don't know what I'd do in Arion because I think there's no place for just me shouting badly next to all these world-class, incredible vocalists. And here comes Captain Chris saying, ahoy. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It has but, to have the right character and then that might work. If there's like I, a I, yeah, gesture maybe or something, go, I don't know. I can, off I, to like I can absolutely see, uh, I can see Thomas Winkler though appearing in a in area and that would be a that's like, that seems more up there sort of street you know he can mm. actually sing which is a a skill i lack so yeah that'd be kind of fun if one or day... like nano war <laughs> would probably snag you up for something <sighs> fucking nano war <laughs> <laughs> fucking nano we had a feeling when that when um when tom did that got approached for that nano war thing mm. we were like <sighs> I guess it's going to be good, but this is going to come bite us in the ass. 
And lo and behold, every five minutes, we get fucking emails and messages from people saying, oh, so is Ang- when Angus McFive fell in the volcano, did he get resurrected as Odin? Is this now canonical <laughs> glory hammer lore? I'm like, shut up. Yes. Stop yeah. saying these it's words. Lore. They're serious. <sighs> Power Metal is so serious. The, this you is the age no of the crossovers. Like, everything. Uh, yes. We live in the post-Marvel the world. Everything yeah. is canon. What just, a time it's to be alive. Fun. Obviously, the, the, the song's fun and all, and the good guys, but I wish people would stop saying lore to everything we fucking do. You know, it's just, just songs, guys. Lore. Absolutely lore. Lore. I hate lore. We have a cold 20-minute <laughs> upload explaining Glory Hammer lore. Oh, if anyone God. wants to find it. Oh my god, yeah, actually Kyle like summed up Glory Hammer lore. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. For the podcast. I, yeah. I went through all the albums and lyrics and then we made it part of and the you review just for wrote the last a summary, album. Like like English literature class. Style. I didn't write it, I just <laughs> winged it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Dude, I pre-write everything because I am like a stuttering mess. That's amazing. We were having so many lore ideas for the for the next Glory Hammer album. We didn't quite know where to go with it. Obviously, nothing's written yet, but like we've been like just throwing back and forth ideas. The main one is is that um because at the end of the third album, there's like this Morse code message, and, like, yeah. and it's sent back to the original galaxy, original original timeline, but like what thirty years later to activate a clone of Zargathrax. So it turns oh out God. that in the first album, before Zargathrax got frozen, like you know, early in the story, he made a clone of himself and um hid it in a, in a cave underneath Dundee or something I don't know and then obviously so Zargathrax gets frozen in the first album but this transmission comes in from another dimension 30 years later telling the clone to wake up from its uh, cryogenic stasis and so then that's where the clone Zargathrax comes in which is Mike you know the, the, the guy who, who pretends to be me is the clone Zargathrax that's that's how we, we explain right. the fact he looks different <laughs> and there's going to be um there's going to be a song about having two wizards. It's it's just working title is like just double wizard. And it's going to be called like, I don't know, Invocation of the Binary Thaumaturge or something. And then at that point, there's going to be this explosion on stage. And suddenly there's going to be two Zargathraxes. There's going to be me and there's going to be him. And it's going to fucking go off. That, 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 and then, that's great. That works. Cause yeah, because... Yeah, so because the, the the clone unfreezes uh, the real Zargathrax and alters the timeline, all this chaos happens. But by this time, Angus McFife is dead, and right. it's his son, Angus McFife II, who's a king. But Angus McFife II, we had this idea yet the other day, it's probably not going to stay. Angus McFife II is just a fucking baby, like he's <laughs> he's like super young. <laughs> so, but there's like this this kind of regent who like you know like you know when, when the king's young, there's always like some guy who's appointed to rule in his stead. So we had this idea that um, Tom would wear like what this big crazy costume, where it's like it's like a two meter, three meter tall guy, and Tom's head would actually come out the guy's chest, and it would look like Tom is a baby being carried by this giant dude. Oh, that's and he'd be great! Singing the songs, singing the songs as a baby. <laughs> but, oh my um, gosh. I mean that that's we, we were just trying to work at the logistics of that, and there'd be all this stuff like um, Paul, our guitarist, who is like his character is like Sir Prolicious. In this one, he's going to be ancient because it's 30 years after the first one. So we're going to force Paul to always go on stage in old man makeup and have this like, <laughs> thing, like mighty warriors, I am 117 years old. <laughs> and he's going to be on have a walking cane. I'm fucking old. And then Ben, our drummer, who is like Ralathor, the mysterious hermit. Or a sub-commander. Somehow, 
he is going to have full knowledge of everything that's previously happened. Like his, his whole thing is like, it's never quite explained how he knows everything. He just, just does. So he, he knows what happens in the past, in the future and a different galaxy. So he's the only one that understands how it all went together. And um, so, yeah, he, he's just going to know all this stuff. It never gets explained why. <laughs> and the, uh, at this point, uh, the Hootsman are bassist. He is a, He's just become the king of Unst, and which is an island in Scotland, and he's about to he's setting sail off to America to to conquer California. But then he gets his call saying he's got to come back and um, save Scotland again from the double wizards. So he comes back, and he has all these battles, and that's and then you know in the second album how it's revealed he's a cyborg. Well, in this new album, it's he's going to have all these battles, but he's going to keep losing limbs and shit. So he gets all his uh, limbs replaced with robotic parts. So he, he, that's how he turns into a cyborg is in this album. Yeah. And then that's how he lives forever because, you know, that's how he's alive a thousand years later because he's, so he gets all these body parts replaced. He's like a robot hoodsman. So that's the, um, we're not quite sure how it's going to end, but that's how it's going to start. And some chaos will happen. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's epic some battles. start. This, it's, this is yeah. intense, man. Yeah. It's gonna be well, hard. Well, it's gonna be hard to convey that through a four-minute meme metal power metal song. But you know, we'll but, try. but but Dude, but you see, it's gonna happen. You say all this, what you just said right now, and you can't expect people to not then come ask you about the lore. It, it's as unrealistic. And people make people make <laughs> yeah, Dungeons people and Dragons like campaigns based D&D. off of this. They're yeah, they're writing D and D campaigns based off of your lore. <sighs> God, I hate lore. <laughs> well, that's what you're doing. That's you what just you just said. <laughs> I know. See, I, I I love writing. I think, I think what I hate is um, uh, what what was it you call? What's it? What's the word you call it when like fans write stuff like uh, fan fiction? Like, fan fiction. Yeah, it's like fan fiction. All this non can. I hate that. I hate fan fiction. I, I just, I've always hated. It just comes across as weird. Like you know, when people write fan fiction about vampires or you know Star Wars or Star Trek, like, or like yourself, yeah, the or like you know, I hate like it. wench wench training, wench training. <laughs> oh God, I hate I hate fan fiction so much. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh wench training. I unfortunately missed the majority of it, but <laughs> for for those of you watching, it's there's probably- um. There's a, uh, we found this uh, Ailstorm fan fiction and it's called Wench Training. And, Wench Training! And it's this <laughs> I didn't know dreadful about this. thing. You, you don't know about this? Oh my God. It was a shit. Probably like. Uh, Wait, okay. This was during our work hours because yeah. I have a real um, job and I work. It, and he's in like, he's in like boat time and we're at work. That's why we missed it. Yeah, it was in your morning mostly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I need to read this. No, nobody. Let, let's explain to everyone that's watching that has no idea so we, what we're okay, going let's on about. Explain what wench training is. Uh, also, like it's just this is dreadful fan fiction story about. I guess there's some self insert girl who's like the main character, and she's in an Ailstorm show, <laughs> and then she goes backstage, and backstage is a pirate ship or something, and then I lock her up in my pirate cabin, and then. Um, and then, like, after the show, the pirate ship sails off and she's trapped on the ship and there's, like, some sort of... I think some bukake happens. I don't know. It's yeah. fucked. It's really it's, bad. It's, it's like, really bad. It's, it's like awful. borderline hentai. It's borderline because that's how drawings, you know you've made it. Like, if people are making, yeah. like... Yeah, it's borderline hentai because there's no drawings, you. but it's, it's full-on erotica and the character is, like, Chris himself and not, like... Right, One it's not a character. Characters. It's it's yeah. No, it's oh. literal Chris. 
It's like, ahoy, but it... Explain Bukaki. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain Bukaki, please. No, just Google it, bro. Yes, That's Google kinda, it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> With safe search off, you know, not incognito. Oh so th- this is why our, our streams and our episodes are marked as adult and over 18. Yeah. They get demonetized. Yeah, I'm sure. If we monetized. <laughs> I, did, I didn't realize there was a corgi still on the screen. Hi, little corgi. Yeah, you I left here? it there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the non the the, the copyright defense defense <laughs> yeah was i think was it the music video for the pirate metal whatever had a corgi at the end and like dogs barking yeah, yeah that just because um, fuck it there's a yeah that corgi i'm not sure if that is actually a stock photo or we just because elliot our keyboard player made the video i think he, he, he got a free photograph but then he wrote stock photo over it just to <laughs> because previously <laughs> just, just to make it funny yes but th- th- did he actually have a corgi or or no? No, that that's just a photograph. The, oh, okay. the dog. Oh man, I was I was really hoping that the dog would actually be a corgi because um we're obsessed with corgis and stuff. Right. So what what's the dog that that made the barking? Because it, it's like yeah, one what of kind yours. Of dog was it? Is it just the it's, plug-in it's, that did the dog bark sounds from the last it's one? It's called um Korg Triton Dog Sample <laughs> Two. I think it's oh. there, there's no real dog. <laughs> Oh, what a good dog! Yes, but no, we um we we, we try and pr- we we've been lying to everyone, saying, "Oh yeah, that that's our uh, our front of house engineer's um dog, Boo Boo." Oh really? I really thought it was a corgi. Oh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> there, there is there is no uh, <laughs> there's there, no corgi. No. <laughs> next time, <laughs> like you could have had <sighs> with all these amazing guests, and then a corgi. Guesting vocals God. that, that oh, have made have no that is complete. I think actually on our on our previous album we did put this dog as a as a member in the lineup. It's 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 there. Like all these is all us is all our guests, and there's a dog at the end, mm. which is quite cool. Yeah. Well, you have the dog version of the album as like the bonus one. Yeah, and that's it. This it's, time it was the 16th century because they had SNESs in the 16th century. God, I I hate bonus tracks. I hate them so much. <laughs> But um, <laughs> the record label demands them. And the cool thing is if you sell a double CD album, it counts twice as much for chart positions. Yeah. So um, mm. charts so are really weird. <laughs> we're, we're gaming the charts. Also, this t- this time around, we managed to convince Billboard, the people who do the US charts, that our crazy expensive box set counts as five record sales. Oh. So we're... <laughs> what? How? Uh, yep. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Box set, it just, you get like one record sale per $10 of, of oh, stuff and it's cost $50. No. So it's, it's worth five record sales. So we just, okay. Get, so billboards calculations are weird. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all it's, Everyone does it. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're just trying to game the charts. Cause like, I mean, it's, we're kind of hopeful for like high chart positions. Like, I mean, yeah. Hoping for at least top 10 in Germany. Um, but as you know, if you go on like Amazon in the UK, it's, I think we're like number the 16th highest selling album right now. Um, definitely the highest selling selling metal album this week. Um, nice. I don't know. So it's 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 crazy. It's this. I mean, a week from now, I could look at the charts and it says you got to number 78. You suck. But it's this has the potential to be huge, which is mm-hmm. very exciting. What's the highest you've gotten on U.S. charts? I imagine it's not crazy high. Oh, U.S. charts is wild. We haven't even. 
Like, let's see, well, Lady Gaga's are... coming for you this week. Is that's the I problem? Know. After well, you ripped last, off her song. Last album. <laughs> last album we got to the last Aylston one got to like in Germany. Last one got to number fourteen, but in the US we couldn't even break the top two hundred. Mm-hmm. Oh, come cr- on. Yeah. And even like, even when you played Warped Tour yep. and all these like normal people found out who you were, and, we, and that was after selling like three thousand copies of an album, still didn't break the. That's just it's so insane. It just shows how much money like um there is, or rather how many sales there are in like mainstream music. It's yeah. we can't compete. Yeah. Like or even those album charts. Like let's say in the UK album charts, we'll maybe hit like I don't know number. Uh, 30 40 and then you look what's above us and it'll be fucking it'll be the black album by metallica or it'll be like an acdc yeah. compilation so like this oh my god this album that came out 40 years ago or whatever is still selling more records than we do in release week it's fucked how big some bands are it's yeah. insane like these guys must be making silly money from records it's crazy but that's uh that's the industry you know yeah, it's really interesting. And charts are but, you know, we, weird, are really weird yeah, sometimes, they how they are calculated, like you said, like you can now count your books, it says five albums. And then when, I think like, do they still change? Like there was a point like every year they change how they measured online listenings towards the charts because they convert them to album sales and it used to be like, yeah, a thousand streams seems like one album sale stuff like that and then they change it and it's 500 and then it's now it has to be full license it can be partial license or it's listeners and whatever and nothing makes sense yeah they're um like it, it used to be of course only physical things mattered and streams didn't matter at all now it's every every year it's it's kind of dragging more and more to oh someone's saying uh we're us number six in paid albums paid albums is that implying there's wow. free albums Oh, yeah. As opposed to oh, yeah, actually, unpaid oh, shit, albums. There is, there is, like, actually, I've, I remember seeing this before. There's, like, a chart for, like, free albums, which don't count because, like, you know, you, you can't count an album you give away as a record sale. So, like, there's some people who just give away their albums for free, but mm. it's... <laughs> yeah, this is true. Amazing. But, yeah, the, the, the charts are gradually moving towards streaming and stuff, which is cool because... Yeah, it's like, but how do you do the math? It's <sighs> like the 100 streams or 1,000 streams? Is an I album? always thought it was an 1,000 an album. Which is fair enough. It's kind of weird. I don't know if I would listen. Like I don't. I I don't know if I would listen to anything a thousand times. Well, or maybe I have over well, my lifetime. No, think but. think about it though. That's a thousand total streams of songs. So if you listen to a yeah. ten track album a hundred times, yeah, that counts. Yeah. One. Which you know, which is about. Oh, you okay, know. okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like ten 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 album playthroughs is easy. Well, a hundred album playthroughs. So it's like I feel like you know if you stream an album a hundred times. That's approximately might what you might listen to a, an album you'd bought. Like a, playing a CD a hundred times sounds average, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it makes sense. Okay. But it, it works for us because, you know, our fans don't buy albums, like apart from the crazy box sets. We don't sell mm-hmm. many just plain old jewel cases, but we get a hell of a lot of streams and YouTube shit. So uh, who knows? Yeah. Could be, uh, just... could be number two in Germany behind uh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> That actually be like really great. Amazing. Being only second yeah. to Lady Gaga would be <laughs> quite the achievement. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Have you ever gotten like well. acknowledged by Lady Gaga, being like, "Oh She's never man, seen. oh my god, <laughs> these that would also pirates. be a hell of a festival." Um, Alestorm opening for Lady Gaga. We've actually got this a uh, plan that um, we're going to do a special release of the album in Hungary and sell it for like one euro in a gas station. That's that's the way to get album sales in Hungary, and we're going to try and get a gold record. Okay. So, uh, and then the plan is once you get a gold record, everyone who's involved in the album gets a gold record. So yeah. well, if that works, nice. we'll send you a gold record. <laughs> Great. Yes. Yes. I think, gold record. <laughs> I think that fell apart because of this whole virus thing, because yeah. people aren't really going to gas stations anymore, but we're going to, we're going to, no, we're going to try Nobody's driving anymore. Yeah. We're going to try it. Uh, we're going to, we're going to try and make that happen at some point, you know? Okay. All right. What's where, once we're through this apocalypse, so just hang in there, everybody. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. You get that gold record eventually, Darko. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That'd be so great. excited. You know, Fernando, um, you should... Band camp your, uh, your headset, we haven't explained to oh, the right. audience we haven't explained. So... Oh yeah, this is the best part. Tell the story. <laughs> you you can see that headset? there's a wide line on, on me. And the thing is that my, head, my headphones are broken. So I keep them with a elastic band because they fall. If I take this off, they just open up. I don't know if you can see it because it's a bit dark, but and they just fall down. I can't hear anything. So I need to hold them in with this elastic <laughs> band here. This is very high tech, as you can see, very rough engineer, engineering. Oh, no, now it's falling down. Uh, no, oh no, 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 you're bad. Got your hair. Oh, oh no. there, there it is. So now, now it works. So I need to buy new headphones, clearly. The sad part is that they work perfectly fine, but they just open like this and I can use them like that. Uh, they're expensive, but <laughs> I guess I'll have to buy one so I don't look so ridiculous in, on the videos. Oh, you look you look fantastic. We just, um when we started this show, like we didn't know we'd be live streaming. So we didn't think about how to look cool. This is all just a big <laughs> plug for our Patreon. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we have a Patreon, <laughs> people. If you want to be, if you want to put some dollarinos there towards our production, uh, that'd oh be fine. A black rubber band is a good idea. It would blend in more. Yeah, I should get. I should just take a sharpie and and paint it black so that it doesn't show as much because it's really it really shows on the video, especially oh, no. now that it's darker it's okay. outside. <laughs> it looks great. It well, I think the um the the guitars uh and bass in your background like make up for yeah. it. Is, is you that look pretty cool? Is there. that a Guitar Hero guitar on the wall as well? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a rock <laughs> band one. So you see, so that's that's, that's an electric bass. That's a seven string guitar. That's a rock band guitar. That's an acoustic guitar. And then there's another bass. And off camera to this side, there's a guitar hero guitar. Wow. So it's like, maybe, maybe I can show it there. There's another one. Oh, there you go. Ooh, a room tour. Ooh. Oh, that's, that's all I can so show cool. right now. Chris's fancy lighting at the green going on right now. I yeah, that's, that's really good. Shit at Check what I can do with this. It's like an RGB room. That's next level. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Your room can change colors. Yeah. So all you guys listening on a recording on the podcast on your podcast app can't see this. Right. My room can change only colors. Only the yeah. only the live listeners can see this. <laughs> yeah, I've 
I splurged recently and bought like 10 of those Philips Hue bulbs. They're so fucking expensive. Yes. And the room is full of them. And I've got two on my face as well so we can get like the white light and everything. It's right. real fancy. Ooh, you're so professional. <laughs> I think I can make them like do disco mode. So like uh, when I, if I play music, they can change color in time to the um, nice music, which is kind of cool. But um, yeah. I have I have a couple of those, but they're not at home. I have them at the studio. We have the ones that react to music and ones that just they are like regular light bulbs, but they they are spinning, so they are like a disco ball in your oh, normal wow. thing. It's really it's really great for karaoke parties and that kind of thing. But I don't have them here. No. Oh. One day we'll be able to have karaoke parties again. Subscribe to the Patreon. All your money goes towards buying light bulbs. Yeah. Light bulbs. That's our next investment. We got to make light our bulbs. video streaming stuff Yeah, we better. need to make our videos. We're, like, I, we're using, Kyle and, and me are using our phones as cameras. And this is really? a crappy laptop. This isn't even my phone. The phone would look Oh, right. You're on, yeah, this you're on the laptop. laptop? Yeah. yeah. This, this laptop is, um, Biscuit gave it to me. He took it from work. Um... Totally yeah. not illegally. Thanks, uh, totally not illegally. And yeah. Did you get a sticker to, to brand it for the powerful logo yet? Uh, but no, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been wanting to get another uh, webcam because, you know, I do like t- uh, Twitch streaming now and then. And it's, I want to have like multiple cameras, but you cannot buy a webcam right now. It's insane. Like, are you mm. serious? Uh-huh. Yeah, you, it's another thing that's sold out. Y- yeah. Probably the only thing, in the US. The only thing you can find is like these fake ones that just don't work, you know, from some dodgy Holy no-name shit. brand. So like, if you want to get like a good, like Logitech, whatever webcam, you cannot get it. Yeah. It's, it's fucked. Dude, that's insane. So like the weirdest things are sold out right now. Like one of them is yeast for bread. So I don't know if there's any bakers in the audience. There, there ain't no yeast right now. Um, another thing is fitness equipment. So you want to build a home gym? You can't. Get an old connect. That's apparently an webcams idea. too. That's crazy. Lysol can, wipes. That's the one that's killing me. Lysol wipes. Just those. Yeah, yeah just we're, those wipes. Great for cleaning up, like you know, chicken shit and goose poo. You know. Yeah, (laughs) we're on our last. Yeah, I actually um, I had to trade for some 70 percent isopropanol. My friend went to the chicken feed store and I traded her some flour for some isopropanol. That is so medieval. I love it. We are in a a bartering society right now. I had to trade beer for tofu because tofu (laughs) is completely sold out here. Jesus Christ. Want some fucking tofu, bitch. That's just great. And I had to trade some beer for it. Thankfully, there's not many tofu eaters in rural Tennessee, so I can get it all myself for no problem. So... uh, Mm. Well, lucky you. We got a lot of Chinese Chinese people in California. We need our tofu. (laughs) (laughs) We've been beanless for two months. Not the beans. Not the beans. Don't talk to me about beans. Oh, no. We need to get our beans. (sighs) Crazy times. So um, we've been on for two hours. Wow. So um, that's wild. It's been... It's this is this is such a fun show. I feel like this is one of our best. So much has happened. Yeah. Two dudes have I gone. Know, so two dudes have gone to space in the time we've been talking. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Two dudes and a corgi. Two dudes and a corgi. <laughs> and a corgi. Come to the corgi. Oh. All right. So, um, if there's not any more questions uh, from the from the crowd, um, 
Yeah. Should we wrap this, this up? is the time, Chad. This is you can learn anything you want about Captain Not Last Your Face here. Call. Last call. And any question you want, I can answer anything. I don't give a shit. I'll uh Wooden leg, wooden leg, wooden leg three. three. Oh God, yeah, wooden <laughs> leg three. Holy shit! We had this, oh no, had this idea this morning that um, we were going. You know, we thought, okay, we have to do wooden leg three eventually. I feel like it's just this band's thing. Um, the we ha- <laughs> wooden leg, but like, thing. you know, obviously the first song was this dumb fast folk metal song, and the second one, of course, is just this totally unexpected epic. And so we're thinking, right, right, where do we go from there? We can't just write a regular song. It would be anticlimactic. You know, right. We can't do a stupid yeah. song. That'd be bad. So I had this idea of doing like the ultimate, like the, imagine the best sing-along brothers in arms ballad, kind of like, you know, our song, Nancy the Tavern Wench, but better. And it's going to be called Wooden Leg 3. And the chorus is going to be this big wooden leg thing. But I want the verses to be sung, one in Spanish and one in Japanese, but like with a proper like singing, but like, a pirate, oh, pirate voice, sounds... pirate voice nice. in Spanish and pirate in Japanese. Uh, but that's just the idea, like idea I'm having just for this kind of cool epic ballad. But um, we'll see how that goes. You know, it's uh, that was like literally a brand new idea this morning. So maybe that might. That's happen. a good Amazing. idea. Hot takes, fresh idea. Um, what are your thoughts on microwaves? <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts on microwaves. I we use microwave a lot. We uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a great thing to have in your kitchen. To, I heat up the corn <laughs> in my microwaves. Um, wow, amazing. When it comes, it comes to hot cocoa, cocoa, marshmallows or whipped cream. <laughs> what's, what else is people asking? Uh, they're, like, they're asking about your preferences on hot cocoa. Oh, my preference on hot really cocoa. Whether question. you want mar- uh, marshmallows or whipped cream on your hot oh, cocoa. I, I, don't, I don't like toppings on Coke. I just like it to be just the drink. I hate I hate toppings. They get in the way of just a yeah. yeah toppings. I agree. Just eat, just, just eat or drink agree. the thing. Yeah. God, guys. <laughs> well, what's the best food with beans? So many bean things. I mean, I, I like I like good chili with beans. Mm, if you, chili you know, rice and beans. Get, um, there's so many so many things you do with soybeans, and the things that they turn into is great. Uh, oh, I good old love soybeans. Good old fashioned English beans on toast is a primo snack. Um, pizza or burgers? Someone asks. Definitely burgers. I hate pizza. I think pizza's dumb. I will fight what? anyone, and I will That's explain why pizza. Pe- you can't say it's it, you can't say that you don't want sandwich. to eat it, but it's, it's an not open top sandwich. It's pointless. No. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you! Pizza is great. Uh, It's just a grilled cheese in Italian. No, it's not. (laughs) I hate it. God damn it! It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't. Grilled cheese in Italian. I have pizza waiting for me right now in the other room. Described that way. I should go get some pizza today just to say fuck you too. (laughs) That's my that's my hot take on pizza. I love that Italian. Next time you come to Buenos Aires. I will make you pizza on a grill properly. Do it. And All right. and you will enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, I did I did go to the, the restaurant in, in Napoli in Italy where pizza was invented. Oh that's awful. Pizza. No, that, that's, and it was, that's it not was nice. it was really it was it was actually incredibly good. Um but uh, But it's not the same uh, dish. Like if you go to the actual invention of Italian pizza, it's not what we are used to as pizza. So it, it's no it this one was pretty good though. It's uh it can, yeah. it, I'm not saying that it's bad. 
I'm saying that if you go to those places and thinking what you know of pizza from other countries and go to yeah. eat classic Italian pizza, you will be disappointed because it's a different dish. That's that's only the only thing. So yeah, I just I don't know. I just get angry about pizza. I don't I don't get how it's you know. There's like this. There's like a cult of pizza. Well, that's because that's because it's a domino. It's because it's a it's a communal food. It's an easy food to share. It's 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 like international. If you ask any child from any country, what's your favorite food? They're probably just going to say pizza. I don't get it. It's it's there's so many more tasty things you could eat. You know. Yeah, there are, but this is easy. And easy to share. That's the main thing. If you have a group of four people, the easiest thing you can get is pizza. And, and yeah, I guess. And that's that's the thing. It's yeah, easy to maybe. eat. You can hold it. You don't need uh, any utensils to eat it. Like it's too practical. True? And that's where a lot of the east of the love comes from. Yeah. You need some ketchup on that pizza. What? Oh my Dawn. god! Yeah, ketchup <laughs> on pizza is really good. That is what improves pizza. Just you dip the pizza in ketchup. That is really Deep good. Deep it? I will give you that. <laughs> you just like validated our Polish friend who's obsessed with ketchup. <laughs> ketchup in pizza is is good. It's the best. Okay. Best thing. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I, I sound like a food heretic right now. But Someone also says pizza is shit. So you're not like completely off. <laughs> not alone. Pizza haters of the you're world. Not alone. Unite and rise up. Pizza haters. I love pizza, but. Sign of the hammer. I can't. I can't resist. Okay. Um. Yeah. This is heresy. Yeah. Our our show is heresy now. Cool. Nice. <laughs> achievement unlocked. Yeah. Achievement unlocked. All right, fellow heretics of power metal. So. Anything else? We've been going for a long time. Uh, yeah, and we gotta eat. We gotta eat, like, like yeah, because we started like at noon for you guys. So you did you get Dude, lunch we, or? Anything? We've been no, I didn't. Uh, my lunch was. Beer I had like I a small it. breakfast, and now I'm starving. <laughs> yeah, should we all yeah. go get some pizza then after this? I should get some pizza. Yeah. We're gonna go get some pizza. <laughs> or I yeah. have pizza. <laughs> it's already not. done. I have leftovers. <laughs> all right. I think one last question I liked on here was: Are we all morons? <gasps> yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. I think that's a, that's yeah, a safe question. I, I think so. M- most question. people are morons, but that's fine. You know, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Let's, it's just, a let's just be morons. Embrace be kind your, to each other. Embrace, embrace your, your morod- moronity. Moronicism. Yeah. Moronity. Moronicism. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Be nice to your friends. Be nice to your Don't neighbors. Be, be nice to your uh, fellow love, morons. Love one another. Don't. And stuff. Don't be awful. Um. Yeah, and don't be awful. Um, and I guess we'll see you. He's got Chris has we'll one more thing our, to do. We'll see you in our next. Sh- we'll see you in our next show, and we'll see Chris and Ailstorm whenever um, the apocalypse like <laughs> fucking goes away. My camera casts are really yeah. cool, right? Yeah. Look at Ooh, the lights. Shit. Like a shit Batman. Whoa. Yeah, Batman. I don't know how to screen. Like, I need two fingers to screenshot on this computer, and I'm like tech illiterate, so I can't do it. So. <laughs> Hopefully one of you did it. <laughs> yeah. So there's one thing that we do whenever we end our episodes and we have a guest. Our guest has the honor to tell everyone that's listening, that's watching in this case also, to stay powerful and send us off. So Chris, 
Mighty warriors of the internet, I command you to stay powerful! Ha 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 ha! Goodbye, nerds. Goodbye, nerds. Goodbye, nerds. Pretty well. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> that was my best Zargathrax impression. That was really that good. Was beautiful. Bye, everyone. <sighs> wave it, wave it away. Bye. Wave. Bye. 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 Bye.